Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that watches, views, and commentates every movie, show, one-shot, and special presentation in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Tony Camarena. And for the 300th time, I'm Al Rodriguez. And you can follow us, because we've been begging you for 300 episodes to follow us on MCU underscore Rewind. And give us that five-star rating on whatever podcast app you are currently, or in the future, will be using. And, as you know... At the end of every month, we do our scroll episode where we slowly transform into another episode like this one. So if you want to give us an idea of what we can do for our future scroll episodes, please drop us a line on Twitter or mcurewind at gmail.com, and I will respond to your email in a timely manner within one business day. And with that, today's episode is our very first audio commentary, and we are covering the very first Marvel movie, Iron Man. Original premiere date, May 2nd, 2008. That's right. Yeah, so this is going to be um, a, a pretty different episode. Uh, we're going to be celebrating. And so because of that, we're not going to do a rewind like we normally do. Uh, this is going to be a commentary. So just like a DVD commentary or whatever they do now, Blu-ray, I guess. I don't know. What, some, some kind of like director's commentary. But instead of directors, it's us. People who have no business doing this sort of thing. That's right. So, mm-hmm, yeah. So, uh, two hours of this. Um, <laughs> uh, we, <laughs> yeah, uh, we have no idea how good this is going to sound. Um, you might. No, want it's going to sound amazing. If you enjoy us and you've put up with us for over or for three hundred star episodes, then <laughs> you will enjoy this. Actually, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, when you put it that way, Tony. Yes. <laughs> um, not sure if you're going to want to watch the movie while you listen to us. Um, that's that's up to you, I guess. Uh, but yeah. So, uh, like Tony said, this is our 300th episode. Let's let's do a, a little bit of a of a reflection. Tony, what 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 are you thinking? 300 episodes. Woohoo! Anything anything to say? This is what I'm thinking. Al, is mm-hmm. I'm appreciating you because this was my ridiculous idea. Back in 2017. And you know what? Mm -hmm. You've put up with it for the last six, almost seven years. (laughs) Or almost six years. Yep. Yeah, Yeah. and I want to be clear. When Tony says ridiculous idea, he means ridiculous idea. Yeah. Originally, I I don't have anything else to add to that. Originally, I wanted to do movie by minutes, and you talked me out of that. So, (sighs) thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. You're welcome. (laughs) How are you feeling about this? Um... I, I don't know. Like, this is this is just a part of my life now. Like, yep. uh, we, we get to those weekends, and I'm like, all right, it's Saturday. It's time for me to watch two episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. Or, or something, right? And so it's just it's just one of those things that I do. Uh, <laughs> it's um, it's it's entertaining. You know, we, we've met some people online, right? You know, people we've had uh, that have come on and mm-hmm. be guests on our show, or we've been guests on their show. That's been fun, meeting people. Um, I'm surprised I don't burn out on the MCU more yeah. often than I do. I mean, I still do that sometimes, right? I'm sure we all mm-hmm. do to, to a degree. Um, but this show, I feel like I'm surprised I, I just don't do that more often, mainly because of this show. Like, I feel like doing this would make me burn out more because yeah. I'm more in the weeds, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I've, I have friends and family who ask me if we monetize this show. And my response is always this. First of all, uh, we don't have enough listeners to monetize the show, so it's pretty pointless. But also, like, I do it for the enjoyment of it. I don't want to be forced to do it. 
And the fact that we haven't been forced to do it and we're doing it of our own free will and it's not because Kevin Feige is standing off a mic with a shotgun to my head uh, just really shows how much we love Marvel. Kevin, was that good enough? Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I mean, yeah, I'd like to monetize it. I think that'd be cool. I'd like to get um, paid back for uh, paying for our hosting yeah. uh, fees and all that stuff. But, oh, well, that's fine. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe you will. Mm-hmm. Maybe you uh, We've had some listener feedback that they don't love these scroll episodes because it uh, kind of stops the rewatchability. So maybe we'll mm-hmm. make these uh, Patreon episodes in, within... 400 or 500 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we've kind of talked about that off air like a little bit, right? Like, you know, we, there's a couple of things that we could do um, that would be like Patreon uh, exclusive kind of, or like, it doesn't have to be Patreon. It could be something else, right? Like yeah. there's a handful of those other services um, that we could use. Um, you know, only fans. Yeah. That's the big one I was trying to remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's that one and there's others too, but I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know that that's an option. You know that's something we could do. Um, if you're uh, interested in giving us money for this thing that you've been getting for free, let us know. We we'd like to know uh, how many people uh, mm. would be in in that pool uh, for that. Mm-hmm. And also give us ideas of what you'd want to hear on Patreon. That'd be awesome. Yeah, because um, yeah, we don't do enough work for this already. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So um, you know. 100 years, 100 episodes ago. I mean, 100 uh, years ago. Uh, it feels like that it, sometimes. It, it does. Well, it does. you know, the pandemic was like 37 years long, so. Oh, God, yes, that's right. Uh, and it just ended a week ago, which is great. Oh, yeah. um, so 100 episodes ago, when we did our 200th episode, I, I had a whole list of numbers of things that I read off. And, um, you know, I, I remember even before that, being told, you know, the one thing to never do on radio is to read numbers. Uh, and I think when I did that last time, it was pretty bad. But I'm going to do it again because, you know, why not? It's, it's 300 episodes. We're celebrating. Wahoo. All that if, stuff. So, if anything's true uh, over the last 300 episodes, is we don't learn from our mistakes. So go ahead, Al. <laughs> that's true. For some reason, I'm still doing ad reads. And <laughs> that's that's just work. All right. <laughs> All right, so uh, of these 300, quote-unquote, 300 episodes, um, we've been at this for five years and 10 months. Uh, we would have been here sooner, but we, we took that detour with, like, you know, another podcast and, and that kind of stuff, so there's that. Um, we keep saying that this is the 300th episode, but this is actually the 363rd episode in total because we don't count the holiday specials or any of the predictions results episodes. We do count the scroll episodes, and... This is one of them, but uh, yeah. Um, uh, so Tony said that uh, his original idea was to do a minute-by-minute podcast. And so if we had done that, uh, then this episode with the 363 episodes in uh, would have actually been um, minute 125 of Iron Man 2, which, oh, is, the fi- which is the final minute. Uh, Iron Man 2 is 125 minutes. Um that is counting credits because uh, I wasn't going to do the math on, on subtracting that stuff. Um, but that is at the, the end scene with Coulson arriving at New Mexico and, and seeing Mjolnir. So, yeah, we would just be ending that after nearly six years, Tony. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you for talking me out of that. 
Uh, and thank you for listening to that one. <laughs> Oof, oh boy. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm just going to kind of breeze through a lot of these, yeah. these or this next section at least, but it's, it's just some numbers of stuff. Uh, in this time, we've covered 17 MCU films, 17 TV show seasons, um, not 17 shows, just seasons of shows. Uh, and I am counting all of season five of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. just because as of right now, we're pretty close to finishing it up. Uh, we have done 19 pairs of prediction results episodes. Wow. In that time, we have had 143,000 downloads. And of all of that, that is a total of 337 hours and 20 minutes of content. So of, of all of the episodes that we've done, it's been over 337 hours. Um, oh, good. See, that, that makes me feel good because like they say 10,000 hours to become the expert in something. So I'm glad we're still very much novices because if we were at this quality and we were experts, I'd feel bad about ourselves. Oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah we've, yeah, uh, you know, every so often I feel like we do get better. We yeah. we'll plateau for a bit and then we'll we'll get better. Yeah, so we'll we'll get there. We'll, we'll once we get to that ten thousand hour mark, I think. <laughs> I think, and, I'm and sorry, we I'm will. not crying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we will get to that in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, let's see. Uh, we've had some number of ads that we've uh, played on the episodes. I did not count those. Mm -hmm. And we've also had a measly 20 reviews. Come on, people. We've given you 337 hours of free content. You can give us a review. Come on, please. Right. Please. Yeah. Uh, All right. Uh, Tony, we're going to do a little bit of a game right now. Just just a short one. Um, Our number one downloaded episode with 300, sorry, 3,925 downloads has been the first episode we did. It was Iron Man Part One, so which makes sense, right? People yeah. come to the the podcast, they're like, "Hey, what's you know? Let me listen to the first one." Um, I really wish that wasn't because I mean, we were really bad at it. We were new, you know, we didn't know what mm-hmm. we were doing at all. Um, but oh well, uh, Tony, what do you think our second most download ep- downloaded episode is? Um, and I will give I... you a hint: it is not the second episode we did. It's not Iron Man Part Two. I'm going to bet it is our very first predictions episode for Infinity War. Oh, that would have been a good one. But no, it was not. It was episode, the fifth episode that we did, uh, The Incredible Hulk uh, Part 2. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> um, all right. And then uh, another one other question for you. Just complete guess. Uh, what do you think is the number one TV show rewind that we've done? Like, so re- okay, my question is, sorry. So, sorry, the, an episode, specifically an episode. So, like, for example, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yep. Season 2, Episode 13, right? Say, I'm not saying uh, that's what it is, but, yeah. like... Daredevil Season 1, uh, Episode 1. Uh, no, actually, surprisingly, it was Agent Carter. So it was oh. Season 1, Episode 4, The Blitzkrieg Button. Oh, interesting. I my second guess was wasn't I can't remember was it Inhumans or Iron Fist that was inexplicably high volume of listeners. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, um, Iron Fist. Yes, yeah. When well, okay. we did season one of Iron Fist, for some reason we were getting like a pretty good uh, download rate compared to what we had before. Yeah, it was weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I knew yeah. it was something that's like historically unpopular. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that was weird. Uh, and that's uh, and that's it. That's all I have for for numbers. I have uh, one so more I'm, number. The only thing oh. I track uh, mm-hmm. so far in the MCU where we are, which was half uh, three quarters of the way through Agents of the Shield, there have been 137 superhero landings. Oh, nice! 
Yeah. All right. Let's see. So if I remember correctly, we were we were convinced that the 100th superhero landing was going to be in Spider-Man uh, Homecoming, uh, right? Yes, because and Spider-Man does superhero land a lot. Okay, uh, and it, it was not? No, Did... it was not. Let me find it real quick. <laughs> yeah, I remember we were both very surprised that he he only had like one or two in the entire movie and we were expecting to get like five in there and he would just put us over but no it was i guess whatever we did right after that um hold on i googled or not googled i searched (laughs) our notes for the word 100 so okay all right well one note is having a little glitch but i'm going to presume I mean, if we don't, yeah. we don't need to. Um, I, know. I mean, our we we can assume uh, that if it wasn't in Spider-Man: Homecoming, that it was what we did right after that. Which, looking at my notes, uh, we did. There was the, the Defenders, so it was something, someone in the Defenders TV show. I will agree <laughs> with you, since th- there are a few notes that for some reason just won't load. <laughs> <laughs> okay, weird. Um, I I do know it was not Danny Rand, who was not the Immortal Iron yeah. Fist, uh, oh, because you I was and I were mad. joking about that. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, and I was hoping for it just just for that reason. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right, cool. All right. Um, all right. Well, with that out of the way, I think I don't know, Tony. Do you have anything else you want to say before we jump into the no. main content? No. All right. Awesome. So cool. So, like we said, everyone, we are doing a commentary on. Uh, the full entirety of the movie that kicked off the MCU on Iron Man. So this is what, like a two two hour movie? Yep, two hours seven minutes in total, mm-hmm. according to Disney Plus. So um, we are on Disney Plus. That's how we're we're watching it. And so we're going to start right at second zero, like right at the start of this. Um, yep. I know some some podcasts they'll tell you where they are, but we had some issues with that, so it's just easier for us to say when we are. So Tony, why don't you do the honors? Tell us, uh, go ahead and hit play whenever you want to, but tell us when we're starting in case people do want to um, watch it along while they listen to our uh, voices over the film, because for, uh, for legal reasons, we can't uh, play the audio of the film. Yes. Well, I'm really hoping that this doesn't buffer for a while. So let's see. Three, two, one, play. All right. It is buffering. Sorry, guys. (laughs) All right. We have begun with our Paramount logo. How many Paramount? How many films was Paramount involved in? uh, I believe three or four. I know Iron Man 1, Iron Man 2, and they do have their logo for the Avengers. I I think by Iron Man 3, it's no longer Paramount. Oh, okay. Interesting. Because yeah. now all I think of when I think of Paramount is Star Trek. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, Paramount Plus is. So this place uh, where they do the mm-hmm. Afghani stuff, I've been there. This oh. is on the western edge of Death Valley. And me and my wife did a road trip through the southwest a couple years ago. Like two oh, years ago. Oh, cool. Now. Yeah. Hmm. Um, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... I've always been a little iffy about ACDC over Black Sabbath for <laughs> Iron Man. Because, <laughs> you know, 
Iron Man, the song is written by Black Sabbath. I that's that's fair. No, I'm I'm with you on that that thought process. Um yeah. I I'm sure I enjoy uh I mean, yes, I enjoy Black Sabbath more, but like mm-hmm. I feel like for this specific uh like for the movie itself, yeah. You know, it's it, ACDC is just like uh quicker, right? It's a little mm-hmm. faster, more yeah. Yeah. And I mean, being the Tony Stark we know. Yeah. Mhm. Uh, our black, our Iron Man, our ACDC works a lot better. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. All right. I finally just muted the movie itself because I yeah, I, I was real talking while listening to that. Yep. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm sorry for how weird I sounded like 20 seconds ago. That was just, <laughs> uh, it was difficult. <laughs> uh. Yeah. All right. Yeah, and gotta gotta start with the uh, the introduction that he is a horrible person, a mm-hmm. man whore, uh, sleeping around, all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they do say, like, this is my complaint, is that movies nowadays aren't sexy anymore. And, like, yeah, after Disney buys us, definitely less sexiness. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. MySpace. MySpace. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> I hate things that date these movies. Like, I know the Fortnite scene in Endgame is going to be terribly dated in a couple of years. The, uh, the, uh, what, the dab? Also, or mm-hmm. what are those? What are those is already dated from Black Panther. Oh yeah, well I I didn't even know that was a thing until you explained it while we were recording yeah. that one. I I, uh, I don't know. Twenty seventeen because working with teenagers, yeah, you heard that fifteen <laughs> times a day in like 2016, 2017. and now not at all. Mm-hmm. I know we're yeah. past yeah. this. Like just to keep synced, we are at the part where. Tony's about to leave, or he just left the Humvee. Yeah, so they're all being um, attacked. Mm-hmm. One thing I noticed, I heard on like I don't know what podcast I listened to, but we had the uh, um, the guy sent a peace sign, and he said no gang signs, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just like after this, like after this event of him blowing up, right about now, he <laughs> um, like he really embraces peace. Like the peace sign, we see him even in Endgame saying he just wants peace. So it's like this shows completely how changed he's been over the uh, the movies. It's just like this is the start of his arc. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, a, a lot of that peace kind of starts in this film yeah. um, at a minimum of like making uh, Stark Industries no longer uh, a weapons manufacturer mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. Um, unless they they called that back, I don't remember if they retconned that in in Iron Man two or maybe retconned not the right word. Where they like they say, yeah, he changed his mind. I don't I don't know. Um, or if they're just doing the clean energy thing because that's like at well, the start of the Avengers. That's what yeah. he's saying. Like they're the they're just they're doing the clean only energy. name clean energy. Yeah, I'm trying uh, to think. Thirty six hours late earlier. I you, hate this. You love this. Uh, this is one of my favorite things. Uh, is when in a movie they get. Like real media, like Wired, or we'll see other stuff later, Popular Mechanics. Uh, and they insert our character in this. One of the reasons, <laughs> as a kid, I loved Forrest Gump. <laughs> now now it doesn't hold up as well. But yeah. <laughs> I like the picture with the little arm robot thingy. Mm-hmm. Uh, fun fact, they sell kits like to make like one of those at home kind of thing. Oh, really? I mean, they're meant for like... Well, they're like kids. They're not like the big ones. They're not industrial. Okay. But like, like if you want to learn how to do that or like if you have a kid 
who has those. Yeah, you can you can find those around, um, and they're they're pretty cool to, to like put together. Like nice intro to electronics. Kind of. I know this probably isn't the best audio commentary, but do you know how much it costs? Um. Oh, God, I have absolutely no idea. Okay. Under hundred dollars, maybe one twenty. I don't. I'm okay. I feel like that would be fun. I've been like thinking of doing like a robotics group at my work with the kids. Oh, oh, that okay. would be like a good intro. But yeah, right now. Gotcha. Hey, look, <laughs> it's not Don Cheadle. <laughs> yep. Yeah, different roadie. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, I, okay. Oh, sorry. Okay. Good. I was gonna say, you know, they're uh, they have, have the logo right there on the podium for Caesar's Palace, and mm-hmm. I don't know why. Like it's it, just like what you had said about putting you know real media stuff in here. It it feels weird seeing real life stuff in like fake movies every so often, and this one being so early, I, I feel like it was probably very common to do that, and that's yeah. probably some level of product placement. Also, I don't know why, but it just feels weird doing some award show at caesar's palace but i'm sure that's like half their business right there right award oh yeah shows they, and i mean all that stuff. It, yeah it's like well this seems to be military but it's like <laughs> private events need to be someplace oh yeah yeah and i mean in las vegas they have the space for yeah. big events like they do the, i mean like one of their biggest if not the biggest is a uh, ces right the mm-hmm. consumer electronics show that's yeah that's always out there in vegas and they've got the space for it yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Old pre-explosion Tony Stark. Uh, one of the things I really, one of the episodes I really liked about What If mm-hmm. was uh, What If Killmonger saved Tony Stark, right? Mm-hmm. And I really liked that how it lines up with these scenes. It's just like he is such a self-centered jerk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, uh, it, it's weird, right? Like, I, I've never been in that situation where I, like, I do a complete 180. Uh, mm-hmm. Because, like, to a degree, like, thinking about Tony Stark throughout the his history within the MCU, uh, he, it, he made big changes in his life, right? But he never completely changed, right? Like, he is still somewhat self-centered uh, in yeah. the regards to, yeah. like, how he sees himself above everyone, that kind of stuff. But... Uh, like he but you know compared to like all right i guess what i'm really trying to say is in that what if episode i don't know if that would have like why wouldn't that have changed him like why why didn't he go through that scenario i know it wasn't exactly life or death like we see in this film right it wasn't him you know literally i have to build this thing or otherwise i die Uh, Mm -hmm. and then he also lost a friend right he loses um Oh, I forget the guy's name. Uh, Jensen. Doctor. Yeah, Jensen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's different circumstances, but I don't know. No. I, I don't see why he wouldn't have made some kind of changes uh, in no. that What If episode. It's uh, His life wasn't in danger, and he also didn't see the struggle. He learned from Jensen, and we'll get this later, but he learned from Jensen <laughs> about what, like, what his weapons are doing to other people. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if he didn't have to meet him and he didn't have to see the damage he's doing to people, he would still be this jerk right here. (laughs) Mm -hmm. True. In Okay, so I think one of the things about this film was that he he saw that the bad guys got his weapons. Mm -hmm. Um, Did he, do you know if he saw that in in the What If episode or or no? 
No, because uh, the What If episode is him leaving the Humvee and the explosion and then Killmonger showing up and throwing the bomb away. Ah, okay. Yeah. Ready, Jarvis? All right. So... <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's right, Jarvis first showing up, waking people up, showing them the weather on the screen. That is such a cool screen. I would love to have that on Windows. Oh, uh, yeah. The projection I screen. I just apparently. had a terrible, terrible thought. Does... Mm-hmm. Vision have all Jarvis's memories. Oh my God! Oh, that's a good question. Because isn't that what? awkward with Jar with Vision later living in or working with Tony? Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, given how much um, <laughs> Jarvis has seen of uh, Tony Stark um, with people mm-hmm. in consensual situations, yeah, uh, that's a good question. He's seen a lot of those situations. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, I mean, yeah, he might. He might just have all those memories. <laughs> yeah. Let's just say yes. I'm I'm fine to say that. <laughs> all right. So we've got, I guess we should talk, like, Christine Eversharts here. She appears oh, yeah. through all three Iron Man movies. Um, I wish she was, like, a recurring character, but Leslie Bibb, the actress, who's been in a few other things, I guess doesn't have time to do more than that one cameo every couple of years. And that's fair. You know, okay. you need a, a good recurring job. <laughs> yeah. And then we also have Pepper, who much more significant in the MCU. Also, surprised she remembers she was in this movie, because she doesn't remember she was in a, a Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, which is pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, she only had the one scene, right? Mm-hmm. Was she yes, in... that's true. She was, was she in any of the others, or just the first one? She was in Homecoming. You no, know, she was only in Homecoming. Uh, okay. Because the other ones were post Tony's death, and Pepper hasn't shown up post Tony's death yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um. So we have Tony the Gearhead. Is mm-hmm. this like thinking back to pre MCU movies? We've got the X Men franchise, Spider Man franchise, uh, Daredevil, Ghost Rider, Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. Is Tony the first hero, cinematic hero who doesn't have powers in the in Marvel? <laughs> okay, so, uh, specifically Marvel. Yes. Uh, I and then guess we have Batman so. and that's too easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I mean even God, even in the MCU proper, like there's I mean, only like three characters who don't have powers, right? You got true. Hawkeye, Black Widow, and then... I mean, if you count Expanded, we've got Punisher. Oh, true, um, yeah. I mean, do we count the Shieldies? Oh, I would go with no. Yeah, okay. That's fair. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Punisher might be the last one. Oh, um, oh, what's his name? Alex from uh, <laughs> Runaways. The only one without power. <laughs> you're right you're right yeah okay well actually most of not most of the runaways but a lot of the runaways don't have powers chase has his goggles and his hands that's true yeah uh gert, um, gert well i guess a, she well, yeah secondly linked to a velociraptor is not normal yeah okay that's fair i mean i feel like it's the opposite right isn't it the velociraptor is psychically linked to her but i think i think the idea of a link is it goes both ways Okay. All right. That seems fair. Okay. Yeah. All right. I was going to so, say Star Lord as well, but Star Lord is half uh, celestial, so. 
Yeah, there's probably some something left in him at yeah. this point. Yeah, even after everything in Guardians 2. All right, so now we've we've got uh, Stark and Rhodey and I assume Happy somewhere in the background. I don't see him. Uh, just hanging out on on this jet on the no, way I to. D- I feel like Happy wouldn't go to Afghanistan with him. Yeah, that's a good point. We didn't see him. Yeah, yeah, we we at saw Happy po- move his his uh, bags, but we didn't see him ever on the plane. Yeah. At this point, he's a chauffeur. I don't think he's bodyguard yet, or forehead oh, security. Like... Oh, I could have sworn he was. Okay. Or I thought he was more like personal bodyguard. Or kind of possibly thing. you go to a military zone. You think, hey, the military will protect him better than any bodyguard. I mean, true. Yeah. Well, I mean, half the I mean, time a not... bodyguard is really just like crowd control. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. This is this, this is a scene. this scene <laughs> has not aged well. Yes. No, they're, it has they're not. Drinking on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> drinking on a plane. Okay, I think private plane definitely drinking. Having your employees. I mean, they're not stripping, but that's only because this is a PG thirteen movie. There's a there's a stripper pole showing up, and mm-hmm. they're not working out. So, exactly, it's a really good workout. But if you're not working out, and if you're not stripping, then there's, or if you're not working out, you're probably doing the other thing. And I'm pretty sure Tony Stark is, he, he I'm sure he would uh, pay people for that, oh, especially given this point, portion 100%. of his life. Yeah, at this point in his life, yeah, he's doing that. So here we are in Afghanistan again. So in the original comics, he was in Vietnam and got attacked. But this is updated 2008. War on terror. Going strong. Continuing for another, what, six, seven, eight years. Yeah. Huh? Uh, ooh, got longer than that, right? I mean, the U.S. didn't leave Afghanistan until 2022? Oh, geez. So another 14 years. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, uh, I mean, I'm I'm glad that they updated it, right? Made made yeah. that change to you know with with kind of our time in in, in that regard. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, we got the that cool scene just about to show up where he he times his speech to that uh, that explosion getting there. How many? Okay, so this is the California desert. As I said, this is uh, the Edge of Death Valley. I actually don't believe they're actually there. I think it's <laughs> blue screen because this it was 130 degrees when I went there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Death Valley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but how many explosions did they do probably in Southern California in the actual Death Valley of the MCU so he could time it that well? <laughs> probably a lot <laughs> of practice. Uh, probably. I mean, okay, maybe he's just good at this, right? Like, yeah. he, he could be good at, at talking and, like, he knows – Okay, once they go off, you have like someone someone prepped him, right? Because they, mm-hmm. they have to target those. So there's a setup to launching those missiles. So I'm sure someone told him, hey, listen, when it launches, you have 3.2 seconds before the explosion happens. And yeah. then you have 0.2 seconds until it, something reaches you. Yeah. I can't get over that LG fo- uh, like slide, sideways <laughs> turning flip phone because I had uh-huh. a friend. Who had that phone back in two thousand eight? It was a cool phone. Yeah, yeah. it didn't do but, video, uh, or if it did video, it wasn't that quality. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's no, I'm with you exactly. When when things like that date something, mm-hmm. um, I'll I'll watch, you know, episodes of of TV shows like The Office or something that that happened around this time. 
also. Yeah. And then they'll pull out their cell phone. Like, oh, man, that phone just, that style of phone really only existed during these, ha- like, five years right here. And, and then you, everything you, you. kind of exploded. Yeah. Oh, Sorry. God, pulling this stuff out. <laughs> oh. Um. Yeah, no, I agree. The, my problem with it, I, it doesn't bug me. Because, like, yeah, this was made in 2008. Yeah, they have 2008 <laughs> technology. Yeah. And this is hopefully stand the test of time. We'll be watching this in 20 years, 30 years, 40 years. My problem is this is Tony Stark, who in Iron Man 2 has this transparent Stark phone. They need mm-hmm. to go more sci-fi. Yeah, I, exactly. Right? Like, we saw his house that had an AI built in with really kick-ass windows uh and yeah we didn't yeah we haven't seen later in the film we'll see like some cool hollow whatever stuff Mm -hmm. that he has in his in there right like i get it he's not building like his company isn't building cell phones so he wouldn't have something that cool yet i guess maybe maybe that's one of the things that they expanded into when they stopped making weapons they expanded into cell phones yeah (laughs) yeah all right, so just a reminder to everyone where we are in the film now. Um, we are, uh, you know, uh, we are at the point where Tony Stark just woke up. Essentially, he's got the battery. Uh, Jensen is here explaining why that battery is in there mm-hmm. to save his life. So, yeah. Jensen, I feel like he has really like erased. He's been erased from the MCU. Yeah, he has that small cameo in Iron Man Three. But we don't have him much like, I mean, Peter talking about in other uh, versions of Spider-Man, Uncle Ben all the time. Or Batman talking about his parents every 47 seconds. Yeah, yeah, you're you're right. Like part of Tony Stark's transformation in the MCU is because of Jensen. Jensen, mm-hmm. like, he gave up his life so that Tony Stark can go save himself or, or do more or something right like kind of surprised yeah that, that that is something that would have been good to say like hey i'm tony stark and i'm uh you know dedicating this new wing of this random college to my friend jensen who saved my yeah. life blah 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 right like just something some some sort of line which now we know we'll never get that because well tony stark is gone well until they pull up a big truckload of money and he shows up in secret wars or something like well, that. Well, yeah. It, um, yeah. Or, well, I mean, it, it could be... Um, oh, great. Now I'm blanking on his name. I gotta stop starting sentences before I forget the guy's name. The Mission Impossible guy. Tom Cruise? Yeah, but yeah, it could be Tom Cruise. Oh, okay, yeah. Alternate universe. Those rumors. <laughs> yeah, alternate universe. Yeah. Uh, if you're unaware, Tom Cruise was almost Tony Stark. And this was like years before they made this movie. But like, they tried to make it in the late 90s. It didn't really work out. Or maybe it was early 2000s. But anyway, they got him. He was attached to the project. Then he left. Then the project lost a bunch of money. And then they then they got uh, Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Robert Downey Jr., who was on the uh, downswing. I'm always worried about mm-hmm. this scene where he's getting waterboarded and the, the battery. Yeah, <laughs> that could end badly. I mean, they, it, it, okay, they showed a little bit of a flash of, like, his chest. Did, are they implying from, that the water did hit the battery? No, no, from what I understand, and I can't remember where I heard this, but the idea was he was sparked by inspiration. That's why we saw an arc reactor for an eighth of a second. Mm. Oh, okay. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. Now, I want to go back a little bit, Al. When okay. you 
when you saw the trailer and when you first saw the first Iron Man movie, what were your mm-hmm. thoughts? Like, did you know it was going to be part of this like cinematic universe or did you just think it was another superhero movie or what? Um, I mean, I don't remember seeing the trailer. I know I did see the trailer many yeah. times, but I, uh, I, I do remember when I saw the movie thinking like, oh, this is really cool. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was just a, a one-off thing uh, until we see Nick Fury at the end of the film. Yeah, uh, that was then. Then I thought, oh, cool! They they really are planning to to maybe bring other characters into this. That would be awesome. And then a month later, we saw uh, the Incredible Hulk, and mm-hmm. Tony Stark shows up. Like, oh, okay, they have plans. I can't wait for this. And then a couple of years later, all right, then we get Iron Man two. Ugh, that took yeah. too long. I feel like by the time Iron Man two came out, I knew about. It. I wonder if there was a Comic Con thing or something. Like, I don't know when that big Comic Con panel will happen. I think by the time Iron Man two had come out they well i mean they had already announced i think all of their plans because yeah when two came out they were probably already halfway done filming thor and if they're announced they they would have announced it by then so mm-hmm. they probably would have already announced captain america and then if they're doing those characters then the assumption was if probably the avengers which makes a lot of sense just because they have those characters All right. Have they announced that this is, or I don't think we see it yet. Uh, the Ten Rings interaction with this. Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, I don't think we see the Ten Rings stuff until towards the end of the film, uh, when we find out that uh, Obadiah Stane has been selling to uh, to the Ten Rings. <laughs> to to the Ten Rings. Yeah, exactly. To the fake Ten Rings. I guess, I, I don't know. Are they? Are well, they that was going to be my question. Real? I don't. Yeah. Maybe we'll we'll bring that up <laughs> later on in the movie. Okay, that sounds good. We'll we'll keep that on the the back burner. I but yeah, do so like right that line by Jensen that we just passed. It's just like oh, well, he says, "I'll be dead in a week," and like this will then this will be a very important week for you. Like that's mm-hmm. either you sit in despair or you fight your way through. And I feel like that is a big influence on Tony moving forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. All right, so they're in the yeah they're. We got Tony Stark and Jensen in the cave right here, taking apart one of the missiles, because I guess mm-hmm. they're they're rebuilding the missile. But yeah, Jensen talking about all of the languages that they're they're speaking. They, you know, I don't know if I ever really noticed that they they speak a lot of languages. Oh, the Ten Rings, there they are. They call oh, themselves ah, the Ten okay. Rings. All right. So, is this the real Ten Rings? Is this Aldrich Killian? What do you think? Do you think the, um. What's his name? Do you think Chong Chi's dad is involved in this? Um, I okay. When first Blue. of all, I'm I'm just gonna write out um, uh, Aldrich Killian right now. I don't think he's involved with this in any way. Okay. Um, but back to the whole thing about Wen Wu and um, I guess we can do a little bit of math, right? Um, because Wen Wu stopped running the Ten Rings when he fell in love with. Uh, I can't remember her name with with his wife with with Shang Chi's yes. mom, right? Yes. Um, so Shang Chi in the movie, which took place in I don't know twenty twenty five twenty twenty three twenty twenty three twenty twenty four. It was oh okay because right. yeah, uh, it was before Hawkeye and Hawkeye was Christmas twenty twenty four. Okay, got it. So twenty twenty three twenty four, and he was. God, how old was he? Like twenty five as a person? I I don't know if they said it or if we have some numbers to guess. Because mm-hmm. um, he had like ten years since leaving 
the house and i don't know he's 16 or something when he left the house let's just say that so if he's 26 in 2023 then he would have been born in 1998 uh so yeah i guess this would be an offshoot of uh when Wu. yeah after yeah 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 this holding power after so many years just off yeah, exactly. Right. When we was like, yeah, I'm, I'm done with this. Uh, I'm shutting you down or, or whatever. Uh, and then uh, whoever was you know a part of this organization was like, well, uh, yep. we already got the, the logo. Let's just keep using the logo. And we'll no, that works because I pulled up uh, her name is Ying Li. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, Wenwu's wife, Shang Chi's mom, okay. and she okay. died either late 20, 2006 to early 2007. So, yeah, this would be him getting back in the game. Oh, this is him starting back up. Okay, that makes yeah. a lot of sense. Okay. Yeah, I didn't do the, I didn't think to do that math. <laughs> All right. Oh, here's Tony developing the arc reactor, thus <laughs> dooming hundreds of people in London because uh, Obadiah Stane later yells at that guy uh, who is the villain in <laughs> Spider-Man <laughs> Far From Home. <laughs> oh that's not right. just london across europe mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh i mean it's also uh it also does a lot of other stuff too right it dooms um yeah. you know all of the people in oh i'm so bad at names today uh in uh in age of ultron the, oh, in sokovia? the city yeah sokovia that's right yeah all those people in sokovia because he lives uh yeah. he ends up unlocking ultron out of the scepter but to be fair, it also saves the world twice. Because Loki and Thanos would have happened regardless of Tony Stark. Uh, yeah, Our Ultron, hun- Ultron, not 100%. 80% Tony's fault. A little bit Bruce's, a little bit Thor's. 80% Tony's fault. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Because because of Stark here, yeah, Thanos, they, they are able to stop Thanos. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or... Well, not stop Thanos, but undo Thanos, which is yeah, still really bad fail. for the universe, right? Like, a lot of people went through some bad stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So I looked up this actor a little while ago. Okay. And yeah, the, the, he, sorry, just the, a reminder to the people listening. Uh, this is the guy who's effectively the, the leader-ish kind of guy that we keep seeing. The, the, the henchman. The Henry. Yeah, the, the leader of these henchmen, right? The main guy, I guess, that we see. Not not the leader of the Ten Rings, but the... he He's like the, the recurring red shirt kind of character. Yes, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. anyway. Um, so his name's uh, Syed Badrea. Mm-hmm. He isn't known for much. Unfortunately, like, he's kind of stuck in the stereotypical role. Uh, he was in Don't Mess With Zohan. But also, his third biggest role is he's uh, Ramsey's in uncharted 3 which the uncharted series is my favorite some of my favorite games i know they're not yours <laughs> ah okay i've yet to play any of those yeah no uh, as much as i love them you are not a big fan fan of like third person action movies or third person action games mm-hmm. i mean yeah i did watch the uncharted movie i haven't because it... oh, i like okay. <laughs> i liked the movie the book the <laughs> game so much i <laughs> sorry tom not feeling it yeah it it wasn't that great. You're you're really not missing anything on that one. But uh, it was on Netflix, so. Yeah. Uh, here we have uh, Ferranta here, 
who plays the uh, Raza in the Ten Rings, who Raza is actually the name of the uh, the person who captured Tony in Vietnam in the comics. Oh, cool. But uh, he uh, is another alum who died in the first, the opening of uh, Star Trek 2009. He was the captain of the ship who gave command to Chris Hemsworth, uh, Kirk's dad, in uh, 2009 Star Trek. Oh, all right. I always forget that Chris Hemsworth was uh, Captain Kirk's dad. (laughs) An idea for a long time for... uh, Star Trek Reboot 4 was time travel and bring Hemsworth back, back because at that point, you know, Hemsworth is a big star. But it's a little <laughs> out of their budget. At this point, yeah, I guess. Uh, if Yeah, if we ever get a fourth uh, one of those Star Trek films uh, in that world. Yeah. Apparently, they a lot of people want to. They just, it's one of those things that's in limbo. Yeah, it's it's you know it's hard to make a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never tried to make one, but that's because it looks way more difficult than what I want to do, which is honestly just to watch the movie. Yeah, that's true. Or talk about it for two two hours straight. Yeah, that I can do. Yeah, that's that's easy enough. But I need to be able to watch it first. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we got the. Uh... Stark and Jensen over here getting getting grilled. Uh, looks like they found out that they're not actually building the a missile, or they're not working hard enough. Because I feel mm-hmm. like if you they found out they were making a suit to escape, the punishment would be more harsh than just Tony in a few seconds saying that he needs him alive. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm I'm gonna rewind a little. Why do they want him to remake a missile? Because they only get one shot with the missile, right? Like, do they... Yeah, but that type of missile, mm-hmm. if they could get it into the military base in their area, that would mess them up. <laughs> okay, I guess that's true. If they're using it for part of a specific, like, mission or something that they yeah. want to do. Okay, I mean, right, I don't makes... know their plan, but I'm sure they have a strong plan. Okay, that's true. Yeah, we, we never know. We'll never find out. No. Because now they're getting, he's getting intense. He's got that scene. Uh, <laughs> this scene. He's got his shirt off he, with the hammer. <laughs> yep. Uh, it makes me think of, I think this is the most iconic like look of Tony Stark. Even in uh, the cartoon Avengers Earth Mightiest Heroes, this is the scene they use. <laughs> An anime version of this. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I've seen most of those. I uh, don't remember that scene, but okay. It makes a lot it's, of sense. It's, it's in the introduction. It's like the uh, music you hear, uh, the theme uh, song mm-hmm. was playing, oh. and they have that part. Uh, which oh, okay. you probably, if you watch it on Disney Plus or whatever, you probably skipped every time. Yeah, probably. I yeah. I can't remember like the last time I watched that, because it was a while ago. <laughs> it's, it's such a good show. <laughs> it was. I gotta go back, because I think I had like a season left to watch. Yeah, so do I. I stopped watching around the time Secret Invasion was happening. And I kind of want to watch it before actual Secret Invasion happens. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got a month. Yeah. <laughs> As the recording. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So, cool. <sighs> Dude, so, I love this Mark One suit. Really? Yeah. 
I do. It's just I, so tactile compared to the other suits. It is. No, I, I mean, I, I'm curious, like, if he had more time to build it, <sighs> it would be cooler, right? But this was oh, this yeah. was a one-use thing. I mean, like he said, right? He got 20 minutes yeah, of time to he, build. Yeah. Or of, of well, energy, right? Of electricity yeah, and power. I mean, yeah. he built this in a cave with a box of scraps. It's so mm-hmm. cool. I mean, yeah. oh yeah. yeah, the later suits, much better. Well, debatable on some of them. But a lot of them are much better. But I think this is just, it's it's not real. But it feels like it could be real. Yeah, exactly. It's like um, all, like the entire, the, the entirety of Burn Notice, right? Where they're like, oh, you can do this cool thing with just this stuff in your in your kitchen. Like, I mean, maybe, but also no. <laughs> I will take your word for it because I've never seen an episode of Burn Notice. Oh, I love that show. Uh, don't watch the last season. I won't watch the first season. I'll just stop it right there. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Function 11. That is not realistic. You say F11. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, English isn't this guy's first language, so no. maybe. So yeah. you say F11, because then he'll be like, function, what letter does that start with? Because his, I don't know his native language. But it probably doesn't use Greek letters. or Oh, yeah, that's true. Arabic. I don't know what letters we use. <laughs> Latin? Aren't they Latin letters? Yes. I actually think that's a no. But whatever. Oh. Either All way, right. if he doesn't use the same script we do, <laughs> it's not okay. easy. Oh, Germanic? Maybe they're Germanic. English is a Germanic language. It is a Germanic language. All right. I feel like this is something that's super important. Hey, why wasn't Jensen uh, shooting forward? <laughs> They want to kill these guys anyway. I don't think he knows how. Like, uh, I, I mean, know. yes, he's oh. he may not know how to reload, but he knows how to shoot forward. Well, okay, theory. Oh, no. Yeah, and yeah. goodbye, Jensen. All right. Um. So the theory is that Jensen wanted to make sure that they, in order to get more time, he wanted to scare them away. And so if he shot them, then they would be on the ground, and then they would shoot back at him instead of keep running away. Yeah. His plan didn't work out. Well, I don't know if he had a plan, really. I mean, his his plan was just to make sure that Tony Stark could escape. I don't know if he had a a plan to survive. Yeah. I mean, because uh, that... Mm-hmm. For you and all the listeners, it is the Latin al- alphabet. Oh, good to know. Okay. Oh, I love I love seeing this scene of the yeah. the the armor just waking up. Uh, I love how you described it. Like back when we did our first rewind, you just said that you know this just turns into a monster movie for yep. these guys. <laughs> it is terrifying if you are on the receiving end of even Mark One Iron Man. Look at that hero <laughs> shot! <laughs> <laughs> oh, so cool. Uh, yeah, because all these guys. I mean, like you said, like a, a monster movie. All of these guys are just unloading their guns into this, and it's not doing, uh, it's not leaving a scratch on the armor yeah. at all. Like, why any of these guys are running up to the armor instead of running away from it is just stupid, but all right. Well, <laughs> I, I, I mean, the, these guys who are running in right now, they didn't see what happened. Oh, no, they're running away. They're smart. Oh, yeah, I'm these sorry. guys are running, running in towards Tony. <laughs> no, but, but like five seconds ago, there was a guy who was shooting at him. And then I guess ran out of ammo, so he ran towards him. Like I, yeah. best I can think, he wanted to shoot in between like some cracks in the armor. Maybe that's that's all I got. I mean, yeah, that's that's the <laughs> way. 
you know, my years of experience fighting armored foes. That's how you do it. You gotta go for the joints. That's true. I have learned that in video games. I don't know which ones, but I'm sure I'm sure they've come from that. Well, guy. Yeah. I oh this guy. This guy who's about to shoot try to shoot Tony in the head. You could have got up and literally got between the joints. But no. <laughs> you shoot the metal head. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I don't know much about guns at all. Okay. Um but I'm pretty sure if you shoot something metallic, it's with a pistol specifically, it's going to bounce. Like, I don't yeah, know how... there is a ricochet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, the chances of it going through are really only if, like, you have a high-powered weapon. Mm-hmm. Like a sniper or a very high-powered rifle. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there are... Like, again, I'm very limited on my knowledge of weaponry as well. But there are armor-piercing bullets. I don't know if armor-piercing bullets will pierce... I'm assuming this is steel? I don't think it's iron. Uh, yeah, it's definitely not iron. Yeah, this is yeah. probably a steel of some sort. I don't know where it came from. Is this, like, part of the missile? I think so. I think it's part of all the weapons and stuff they had. They were saying they assembling. Well, uh, here okay. goes the death of Yensin. But he's going to see his family. Oh, so sad. The yeah, first I death mean, we kind of care about in the MCU. That's true. We do, like we were saying earlier, like they kind of wash or kind of like ignore Jensen in the future. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm seeing it, it's like Tony's not the type of person who would be like sharing all his problems. He would be sharing it to Bruce Banner in the post credit scene of Iron Man 3. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, but he didn't go that far back, right? I mean, he may I... have. We don't know. Well, he... Oh, okay. The the opening scene of the, like, when he actually first meets Jensen, but is yeah. actually, like, when he first meets um, Aldrich Killian. Mm-hmm. Was that something he told to uh, Bruce Banner? I would assume so, because we get the narration, right? I'll take your word for it. I really do not remember. It's yeah. been a while since I've seen Iron Man 3. It's good. It's, I love that movie. <laughs> All right. These flamethrowers he's using right here, I don't think those are powered by the uh, by the arc reactor. I don't think but so. It's... I I wonder if there's a spark that is powered by the arc reactor, though. <laughs> oh yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Again, again, don't know how <laughs> um how <laughs> weapons work, so I'm not sure how exactly how a flamethrower works. I know a little bit in theory. Yeah, the only thing I know about flamethrowers are never use one because if it breaks or messes up, you oh are yeah, gone. Yep, yep. Yeah. I've seen that in. Star Wars games. I've seen that in Saving Private Ryan. I've no, like no. Mm-hmm. There's another iconic Iron Man shot. Him in the fire shooting his flamethrower. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think you know. I think the Mandalorian would be much more interesting if he had this suit on. <laughs> well, wasn't clanking that, around um, everywhere? Wasn't that the the bigger guy um, who was? Wasn't he voiced by um, Ofavro? Yeah, by Favreau. Yeah, the the big guy was voiced by John Favreau. He, right? he, I I considered him more of a war machine type, but yeah, I guess so. Okay, but uh, I mean, I, the really first anti superhero landing, the first superhero <laughs> landing did not go well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> lands right there. At least the suit saved him. That's cool. I, I know. I guess he, I would. I was just I thinking guess he Tony should be dead. Mm-hmm. I. He has to have known he was going to crash land. That, that's what I'm all I'm thinking. Yeah. Right. I mean, there was not a controlled 
exit. Yeah, like he he built the suit with the assumption that he was going to fly off and then land somewhere. Hope for the best. <laughs> yep, pretty much, pretty much. And he, I mean, do you think, because we're about to see, we're not there yet, listeners, but the helicopter's coming across the horizon and... Here, I'll just wait for that moment. Okay. <laughs> I mean, oh, well, we're going to talk through it anyway. Um, yeah. So the helicopter's about to come across the horizon. Do you think they've been searching for him, or are they checking out this explosion that just happened? Oh, they, they must be checking out the explosion. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what... Yeah, I don't... Oh, oh, God, I've no shown idea. his peace sign. He actually Ooh. wants peace for the first time. Ooh. I'm curious why they stopped for him. To be honest, like from that height, they can't see that that's Tony Stark. And again, no, here's Rhodey, he... so maybe Rhodey would have recognized him. Yeah, or like maybe they didn't know who it was, but it was one guy. It's either someone who needs help or a terrorist. So either way, you're landing. Look, the guys have their guns out. You saw the guy in the background. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they're, like they didn't know for a second out. who he was. Okay. All right. Yeah. 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 Is Pepper Potts's hair in the movies always this red? I don't remember. You know what? Red. I was thinking the exact same thing. No, I Ooh. honestly don't think it is. I think because she's a redhead in the comics. I think they did for the comics, mm-hmm. and they're yeah. like, "All right, we know who Pepper is now. We can change it. Go, her, let her go back to her natural blonde." Oh, okay. All right, that makes sense. <laughs> I didn't notice it earlier in the film when she showed up. I just it's this scene right here. Her yeah. waiting. No, for I, I the same thought was going through my head. That was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I agree with Pepper there. I also hate job hunting. Yeah, well, you do it every six months. That is fair. Yes, <laughs> I'm I, coming I up on nine years at my same job. Oh my god, I can't imagine ever doing that. No, that's that's insane. Hey, the, <laughs> they gave us the time. To... He was in captivity for three months. Marvel never gives time frames. I'm so happy. Oh wow. Oh god, I missed that. Okay, cool. All right, that's. Okay. That, okay. Three months of that will definitely mess with you, right? If it wasn't yeah. like, if it was a week, it was like, a week. Yeah. All right. Like a week sucks. It's really bad. Yes, but, but three months is a very different scenario. Yeah. So he goes for cheeseburgers, specifically. I think Burger King, right? We're about to see it. Um, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that Burger looks King. like a Whopper. Yep. Burger King. Al, you're in captivity for three months. What's the first American food you're getting? Oh my god! Um, or something American you can find food. in America. If you can find in America. Oh god, it's. Uh, I mean, some some kind of burger makes sense. To, I mean, fast food is probably good. Um, hey, hey! The I real hero of the Coulson. MCU, Coulson, our first Shieldy, joining us in the M. Oh, I love Coulson. I'm so happy. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. Without without Coulson, um, the planet would be destroyed. Which multiple times. Uh, yeah, and. Um, because of that, uh, the Avengers wouldn't have been able to reverse the snap. So Coulson is an integral part of the without MCU. Without Coulson, we would be recording this on the 200th episode because we have a 100th episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, we'd be, we'd be a lot further. A good third oh. of our episodes is S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, oh god, yeah, so many of so many of those. Yeah, you're right. We we've, we've done 100 episodes of Shield and this is 300 Oh my god. All right. Uh to answer your question from earlier, 
I could see like one of those fast food burger type of places, like yeah, not not like Burger King or McDonald's, but like probably something else where it's still a burger. Mm-hmm. Um, like uh, I'm trying to think of something nearby, like like a Five Guys or a, a Burger Fi or something to that effect. Yeah, um, I think for me it's just like you know, some in California, a good burrito, taco, something like that, something Mexican. Just because I think that's more my comfort food. That's more my go-to than... I, I like burgers. I don't mind a good In-N-Out being someone who lives in California. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I feel like comfort-wise, the first time I really feel home is going to a taco place. Ah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So Taco Bell, that's your thing? Or more of a Del Taco oh, kind of guy? <laughs> You're a terrible person. Like, specifically, yes, I'm thinking of, like, a local place, La Favorita. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So here we got the press conference. Ooh, all of those uh, reporters immediately stand up as soon as he says that they're no longer going to make weapons. Mm-hmm. Oh, Rody and Rody. Rody is, I yeah, feel bad calling him Rody. <laughs> 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 I know he is Rody in this, but it's like, no, he's not. Uh, his name's Terrence Howard, and he made some super decisions demanding the same amount as uh, Robert Downey Jr. Oh, that's what happened? Yeah, he said, I can't remember if he wanted the same amount or more than Robert Downey Jr. for the sequel. And they said, wow. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's... Also, also, Ike Perlmutter is a terrible racist, so they replaced him because he said terrible things. Oh, okay. Yeah. I I actually don't want to go into it, but it's like... Yeah, <laughs> they replaced him because Ike Perlmutter said terrible things. All right, I will say it. Uh, well, we, don't, per- we don't need. To do- oh, okay. okay. All right. Ike Perlmutter uh, said that all black people look the same, and they won't notice. Oh God. Yeah. Okay. Yep. yep. Yeah. So, all right. I... mm. yeah. Thanks, Al. You made me say that. That was Al's fault. I, all I didn't. I didn't want to know that part. I just. I I knew he was bad. I just wanted. I wanted you to clarify that he was the person who said the bad oh, yes. thing. Oh not- yes. Not Terrence Howard. Okay, got it. All right. Ooh. Yeah. Arc reactor. Ooh, yeah, that's cool. Arc reactors. <laughs> I mean, the idea that they did this and made clean energy and it's, oh, it's just a publicity stunt. Energy is where the real money is. Like, you make so much, <laughs> people make so much money off energy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, d- definitely. Like, uh, like, I, I, Okay, they built one that's cool, but it doesn't really make them or save them money. Okay, sure. But that's with that instance of the technology. Like with all technology, if you can prove something can be built, mm-hmm. then it can be improved upon. Exactly. And you can then make money off of this thing. Like it's it it there there can't have been a good reason for this to be shut down. Like maybe was it was it Howard Stark who was like, Yeah, this is cool, this is great, but you know, I have a lot of stock in the oil and gas industry, and I just, I just don't want to deal with he, that. He may, he but on. like looking at the Howard we know from uh, the first Avenger and from Agent Carter, I feel like he built it and just like, all right, next thing, like he has creative ADD or inventive ADD. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. He had this project; he wants to move on. Yeah, okay. Yep. Yeah, I and I'd bet Tony Stark has a degree of that. Yeah. Hey, I feel Kramer's like. There. Yeah, I feel like Kramer is so 
2008. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he still has a show. Does he? Um, I was actually didn't know. He does. So sometime this past year, uh, I saw people on Twitter just like going at him, like saying, hey, you said blah, blah, blah would be good. Like, oh, you said Tesla uh, was undervalued and it was going to go up and like it just kept going down, mostly because Elon Musk tied so much of his money and now yeah. Twitter's money into Tesla. And so it had to sell things and this whole thing. Anyway, um, he, he's made a lot of bad decisions lately. Also things like cryptocurrency. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is a really uh, interesting scene because uh, like, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> uh, the body, like the torso is completely prosthetic and he has his arms and his head like poking through and they're blue screening the, or green screening the rest of his body out. Oh, I can see. I can kind of see. I think where. Yeah, where but if I didn't tell you, like mm-hmm. this again, this is fifteen years since this movie came out. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't be able to tell. Yeah, exactly. Like because you've told me, I can see. Like, oh, hey, his nipple does look like it's in a weird spot. Yeah. And, I feel and now like I can't see anything else. Weird angle. <laughs> I didn't notice nipple. Well, we just ru- <laughs> we just ruined this for the dozens of people who are listening to our podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's what yeah. audio commentaries are for though exactly exactly yeah so pepper's gonna pull the wire out oh god gross like like at least like give her tweezers or something i mean or gloves yeah or gloves i wouldn't want to stick my hand in there at all like, gross i mean it, i would I, feel like as tony like well tony knows there's like nothing biological happening inside there Right, mm-hmm. he knows it's all technological, yeah. but if you like infection, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'd be a little worried. I mean, I, even as a person putting my hand in there, I'd be like, "Well, it's now it's time for me to go wash my hands for thirty minutes." Yep. <laughs> oh, and, and Pepper saying it smells. I bet it does smell. All right. Yeah. Now don't let it touch the side. <laughs> Wait, this is one of my favorite Pepper scenes in the entire MCU. <laughs> is when she pulls it out instead of fixing it she apologizes and says, oh you're gonna be okay like no no you get to work <laughs> no. he, he said put it back in like oh no oh, okay all right <laughs> i'm like it's gonna be okay <laughs> uh, this, this is gonna be okay in the in the, as... in the best way possible this reminds me of my wife she's like she's <laughs> making sure you're emotionally okay before you solve the problems. Like, no, just solve the problem. I love her, but that's also it's really frustrating. <laughs> mm-hmm. I bet. Look, look at all the, the, the hand sanitizer she now has on her hands. Yeah, yeah. Hand sanitizer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, as he called it, inorganic discharge, which is way better. Yeah, wait, wait. Yep, his nipples are in the right spot. All right, thanks, Al. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Well, they, they just switched it out, right? You have to. Well, you know, I yeah. like how. Mm-hmm. I wanted to make sure that Robert Downey Jr. didn't have, like, misplaced nipples. Oh, okay, gotcha. Like, now that he's standing and all that, now it looks normal. Mm-hmm. Um, I like how uh, we, we kind of see it for a fraction of a second, but in the background there, Pepper was just like, oh, well, I'm just, I don't want this gunk on my hand, so I'm just going to, like, wave my hand so it all flicks all over. The, yep. the room here yep not gonna wipe well, her hands down or anything he doesn't she doesn't have to go back into the room <laughs> Tony yep, has to true. deal with that or if he cares at all <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah oh. 
I think the answer to Rhodey's question is yes. It is both manned and unmanned. Like that's really? right. Yeah, that's right. Cybernetic people. I feel like that's still manned. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cybernetic women. Okay, fair. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it, is, it is not manned. It is womaned. That's right. Cybernetic womaned. Mm-hmm. Oh. Anti-trans stuff. Another thing dating it. Yep. Huh. Well, at least that one wasn't too bad. No, it was a line. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. I watched just because I felt like it. One of my guilty pleasures is watching reactions, like theatrical reactions to like Endgame, right? So you can oh, hear okay. all the cheering. Yeah. And I just get struck by how much of a jerk Rhodey is. <laughs> <laughs> May- in Endgame, what what does he do in Endgame? Okay, maybe I'm more sensitive because I'm I'm a bigger guy, I'm an overweight guy, and the way he constantly mocks uh, Thor for being overweight really bugs me. Mm. Okay. And I was just like, he's so much friendlier right here in, as Terrence Howard. <laughs> he, yeah, he is. Uh, he's a little friendly in Iron Man three. He he is yeah. not friendly at all in Iron Man two because of yeah. what it, well, also, yeah. also like in Infinity War, he just <laughs> plays a joke on a banner to bow at uh, T'Challa. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I think he's like we don't get a lot of his character till later in like Phase three, but he's kind of a jerk. <laughs> I like oh, him. Yeah, yeah. It makes him <laughs> a stronger character. I'm I'm curious like how I will feel for with him after Armor Wars, which they're eventually making. Yeah, that one. That one's a movie now, right? They have yes, it's a movie. Now, that? Yeah. Okay. Cool. He's yeah. about to be in a Secret Invasion, but mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a little more intense, a little more like how he was in uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah, for that one-off scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. See that table? Uh, I mean, we we were just past the table yeah. scene now, but like that's cool. That that's that's awesome technology that he has. I guess I'm, I'm assuming that it. I, I want to know more of the backstory around some of the tech at, at uh, like, why why does that tech exist, but the rest of the world seems like normal level technology? Is this like, this is really good for creating the kind of technology that they create at, uh, at I think um, so. Stark Tech? Yeah, I think so. I mean, all right. So we know as of right now, this Stark is in S.H.I.E.L.D., but Howard was definitely involved in S.H.I.E.L.D. And mm-hmm. Shield did Shield get this tech after the Avengers, or because like Fitz and Simmons in episode one, which happens like months after the first Avengers movie, mm-hmm. is pretty. This is like standard tech for the science guys in the Shield in Shield. Yeah, they had to take like a class specifically just on how to use that technology. That hollow so do you think? Stuff. Yeah, I wonder if this is like a later life Howard or Howard and Zola type invention. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, that, that makes sense. I mean, I don't know if it's like a standard, th- like, standard's probably like wait, the wait, right wait, word. But wait, like, wait, wait, nope. wait. Here's my favorite moment <laughs> in all of this movie. It's him doing his first test. <laughs> oh, all right. Oh, God. Boots. I, I love this scene so much. All right, <laughs> all right what is it at? 10%? That's what he's going with? Yep. And here comes our second anti-superhero landing three <laughs> oh i mean i should have stopped this later because it's taking longer than i thought 
Three, two, <laughs> well, we're better than one. Ha ha! <laughs> oh my god! Oh, that was I, so fast. Maybe it's uh, one of the reasons I love Iron Man three so much is I just like seeing Tony actually doing engineering work, and that's like Tony without the suit. It's like good like 40 50 percent of that movie yeah it's it, i mean it's a return of the you know in a mm-hmm. cave with a box of scraps type of methodology right yeah. or mindset yeah it makes a lot of sense that uh, it, okay that that scene that we just saw of him you know testing the thrusters and then like going face first into a wall mm-hmm. uh and then falling on his back i assume it's Every so often, like, you know, we, we see something in a movie where we're like, oh, yeah, that hurts. Uh, must really suck. But, like, then you do something, like, a tenth that bad in real life, and you're out of commission for, like, a week. Um, <laughs> That's um, fair, but we're not billionaires who probably have personal trainers to keep us in shape. All right, that is true, yes. Um, so a year ago, I was, uh, I, I wanted to, like, do a morning workout kind of thing, so I would, mm-hmm. like, try running and i don't like running so then i tried rollerblading and so i went out rollerblading and i like tripped and i fell like backwards a little i fell right onto my butt Mm. and i wasn't going that fast i was like actually kind of slowing down because i wanted to grab my water bottle from my backpack and so as a result when i'm going like i don't know two miles an hour i fall three and a half feet four feet my butt hits the ground and I just, I'm in pain for the next month. <laughs> so, so him hitting this wall going, I don't know, oh, yeah. 60 miles an hour, uh, he, he shouldn't be alive. <laughs> well, we were talking earlier about Tony being the only uh, unsuperpowered Marvel hero at this time. Maybe he mm-hmm. does uh, like just super heroic resilience. <laughs> well, uh, okay, maybe. So like, one of the things that, just kind of has to happen for the for like non superpowered characters in things mm-hmm. um, is like yeah the people that do this they have to in some way just biologically be better right like well, yeah. even if they never say it but they do in um, in Black Widow right they're like hey the you know the Black Widows like you specifically Natasha were chosen because mathematically you know you have good genes for this kind of mm-hmm. physical stuff. Um, there was a point back when I was watching like all the the um, DC shows like Arrow and that kind of stuff where a character would be like, all right, and now I want to be one of these superheroes. And then like a five or six episodes go by and now they're actually one of them. Like, yeah, they did show them kind of training, but uh, like that, that's that's what I had to like headcanon just to for it to, to make yeah, sense. I do remember that, especially with uh, Black Canary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and she's specifically the example I was thinking of. Yeah. Um, do you think Tony? He probably didn't do it himself. So, do you think Tony had Pepper cut a circle into all his t-shirts so the uh, arc reactor could show off? <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Is is his arc reactor visible? I thought it was just lit up, and you could see well, it through his shirt. In the last scene when he was getting pizza, definitely there was a hole in the shirt. Oh, all right. Well, I missed that. I probably shouldn't have been talking over it. Oh, now he's ruining all the cars. He's testing yeah. out these thrusters. Oh, those so, cars. God, how much damage is that? Yeah. Uh, right before we recorded, I watched a good half hour of a two-hour documentary about Iron Man, which I think is from the DVDs, but you can find out, like, making search, making up Iron Man 
on YouTube and you can find this two hour documentary. And one of the ways they like the animators did this, uh, to just see the feel of it, they did indoor skydiving and tried different motions to see what would feel mo- most natural in this very unnatural world. Mm-hmm. So you see the animators like flying completely uh, horizontal or flying with their hands down uh, with like these little like I guess they were be umbrellas just so they could get the extra pressure of the air going through it so they could try to get themselves upright the best way they could. Oh, okay. Oh, that's cool. Just to like see what it would be like. like what would you have to do to realistically yeah. fly? Yeah. Okay. I thought it was interesting. Oh, cool. All right, here's our first, uh, I guess, first person. No, what is this? Like close-up face shot, which they yeah. use. You see for a lot of characters. Like I watched Wakanda Forever recently, and so mm-hmm. it threw me off that yeah, Riri Williams obviously, but also um, Okoye and uh, I can't remember the other name of the um, the girl, but they were in their um, mm-hmm. Midnight Angel suits with this mm-hmm. shot. So I feel like this is pretty iconic marvel like i don't see this in any other uh franchises yeah you're right like uh that that cool inside the helmet kind of view Mm -hmm. the the holographic thing that they get to see i guess we'll see if they do it in uh what is that blue beetle that's coming out because he's got a suit (laughs) oh yeah yeah they're gonna have to do something yeah Yeah. i'm interested to see that movie it looked it looked kind of generic but kind of fun I, I agree. Like, Blue Beetle, I know nothing about Blue Beetle. I've never read Blue Beetle in any comic, so mm-hmm. we'll see how it goes. All right, first flight. So in that documentary that I watched 25% of, <laughs> um, so Tony Stark is based in New York City in the comics, but mm-hmm. uh, John Favreau decided to put him in Santa Monica in... Um, Southern California, because it's more of a tribute to Howard Hughes and the first flights or the um, like flight pioneering he did back in the 40s and 50s. Oh, okay. Yeah. In fact, the the stage that they filmed a lot of the stuff, the um, where Tony's uh, mansion is and stuff like that, the soundstage actually used to be Howard Hughes. Uh, I don't know what you call it, his lab or something. It's like where he made the Spruce Goose, the f- largest plane in the world at the time and stuff like that. <laughs> Just because he was like, this is like these tests Tony's taking right now, flying as hard as he can. Howard Hughes is a huge inspiration on Tony Stark's in general. Oh, cool. Okay. So that's the, the idea there. So, yeah. all right. So we're seeing in the, the, movie right here this is him uh where he just went as high up as he could and then ice showed up and now he's falling to his potential death uh back to earth um which made me realize did this tony stark ever build like a plane or something did he ever have to think about that maybe like building a rocket up to space i don't think a rocket up to space because he focused on weapons so he he knows how to make thrusters he knows how to make like what's helping him fly uh, mm-hmm. Repulsor yeah. technology, uh, yeah. as we saw earlier. But, like, as of right now, we don't know about any enemies in space. So, I don't think he <laughs> did space weaponry. Okay. Oh, oh. Ma- mainly just failed like, superhero like, landing number three. <laughs> Oof. 
<laughs> if I cared oh, about God. cars, that would probably be painful. <laughs> that would be. That was. That was. He dropped through two floors of pure concrete. That that suit is heavy. Yeah. I like. I don't even know what it's made of because, like, he says what Mark Three is made of later. Yeah, which is like titanium gold alloy, but I don't yeah. know what this is made of. But it must be really heavy. It's it's extra heavy iron. It's it's made out of uh, uh, Black Sabbath and ACDC. It's made out of heavy metals. Ah, yes, there you go. <laughs> oh, it's a Aww. good thing she saved that. Yeah, I wonder if that'll come back to matter later. The little heart thingy. Yeah, in this movie or in the entire saga. <laughs> Either one, right? Yeah. I mean, if it comes back in this movie, then it counts for the entire saga. So it's like <laughs> Chekhov's arc reactor. Uh, yep. Yeah, exactly. I'm surprised how many parts of the they found. I know they were literally combing the desert, but that's a lot of pieces. <laughs> well, I mean, he hit the ground. It's not like the armor came off of him and then he landed. Yeah, that's he, true. Yeah, so it was all pretty close together. Yeah. Yeah. Iron Man looks so mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that fake uh, CGI screen right there, or a face yeah. mask, yeah. Frowning so much. Ugh. Ugh. Take yeah, I, I like... Oh, Golden Age. Right, cool. Yeah. He's so healthy. For a guy that drinks like crazy, He, I guess he has to balance it out with Right. I don't know what this is. Some kind of kale shake or whatever he's drinking right here. Well, in the second one, it's algae. So I wonder if it's just something he enjoys in general and then finds out. Or maybe not enjoys, but drinks in general. And uh, then he finds yeah, out that uh, uh, offsets the palladium poisoning. Hmm. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> No one expects them. Well, then, in that case. So, in the comics. Mm -hmm. Like, version Mark 1 is gray, which he was in the first comics. But later on, he has the same outfit as Mark 1, or same uh, suit as Mark 1, except for it's gold. So, I wonder if that little scene where we see the all gold Iron Man suit was an allusion to that. Yeah, probably. Makes sense. Right. Breaking the law. That's right. <clears throat> I always got a kick out of. Yeah, I always got a kick out of uh, like the commercials they would have for Audi, which Audi nice cars, but mm-hmm. it isn't what I I would presume not what a billionaire would drive when you could also like afford Lamborghinis, Koenigseggs, other high, uh, like luxury cars. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so, I mean, I, I also don't know much about them, but, like, all of these brands, they have their $200,000. Hey, hey Stanley. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, they have the $200,000. Uh, yeah, yeah they, they have the super expensive brand, right? And, like, when you think of some of these, like, Lamborghini, like you said, like, that's not as comfortable as you think. So, like, yeah. maybe he just was like, you know what, I just want something that's kind of comfortable right now for, for this drive. So maybe, yeah. I wonder if. Oh, no, I wonder. Uh, there was a 
commercial for Iron Man 3. Because Audi sponsored all three of these movies, right? Hey, Colson. Okay. Uh, Ooh, Colson. And uh, there was a scene, like, they show the mansion getting destroyed and the car is falling. And the commercial or the ad was, like, behind the scenes of Iron Man 3, but it was really an Audi ad, right? It's like, uh-huh. Tony loses everything in this movie. But really, he feels it really uh, strongly and knows he lost everything when his Audis get destroyed. Because this is what defines the man. Audi cars. I'm like, no. <laughs> Good try, but no. God, again, I am I, I'm just thrown off by Pepper being that bright of a, a redhead for, for this movie. Like it's just never again is her hair like this, and it just keeps throwing me off. I don't know how I never noticed it before. Yeah. Well it's like <laughs> If they if they uh, suddenly made MJ in the Spider Man movies a redhead just because she's a redhead in the comics, it would yeah. throw me off. <laughs> Which would be very weird on Zendaya. Yeah, this, I agree. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> but it would be noticeable on her. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and here we got Pepper really trying to get a a raise for reminding him that. He really needs her around. I don't. I don't remember the the point of this conversation. I know he's just trying to flirt with her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, do you, do you think Tony got invited to this and Pepper just like, well, you know, Tony's definitely not going. I guess I can go and took his ticket. Oh, oh, I'm sure that is okay. definitely what happened. I mean, later she says in like the next scene or whatever she says like she works with these people. Oh, um, that's true. So maybe maybe it was just her invite. Phil, but Phil's giving intense yeah. looks. He's watching. Yeah, I mean, because it does seem as if she were there alone, but that's because they don't want to pay any other people uh, Screen Actor Guild rates to make lines. So, oh, maybe. Huh? This was this was before the writers' strike uh, back then, right? So it was. I don't know. I know it was in two thousand eight. So, this was filmed earlier than that all the behind the scenes stuff that i watched earlier was like the cg stuff was marked like august to november 2006 so hmm. oh wow okay yeah oh well yeah, yeah. they're about to kiss uh, never mind what do you think <laughs> is the most the best uh like romantic subplot in the mcu the best what do you mean romantic subplot I'm not, I mean, I'm not none good at this stuff. okay. So yeah. none of the none of the Marvel movies are true romance movies, but oh, yeah. there are a lot of relationships happening. What do you think is the best like romantic relationship in the MCU? Oh boy, um, there there have been a lot of relationships that happen in the MCU where mm-hmm. characters you know from start to to finish of like ha- like start they meet. And then they have a relationship. That's what I mean by start to finish. Um, Where they, sometimes it's just like a lot of stuff happens off screen. Mm -hmm. Uh, For example, uh, you know, Star-Lord and Gamora. A lot of that was off screen. Yeah. Um, And even when they were together already, sort of, kind of, like it didn't, it it, it didn't seem like they were together. Like that one, which made it hard for me to buy that they were really Mm -hmm. together. Um, 
so now I'm trying to like think of the 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 loves. I guess honestly, actually, now that I think about it, the best one overall was probably um, Cap and yeah. uh, and Carter. Yeah, yeah, Cap and Peggy's. It's just mm-hmm. I feel like the most iconic. I really really enjoy uh, Fitzsimmons also. Oh yeah, you know I was just thinking movies, but yes, yeah, they're oh they're they're great. <laughs> and then Wanda's toxic relationship with keeping Vision alive. Uh, okay. I guess I I would no. I would put that in the <laughs> bad, like, not great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like no, just I, ignoring I, that. If we stop it, like when he died too. Like, yeah, th- that's another one where like they their relationship bloomed off screen. Like you you saw that's the hints true. of things happening, but yeah, yeah. Like we see hints at civil in Civil War, and then they're in a full blown relationship in Infinity War. I guess you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but you, I, you definitely chose the right answer. Like that, there was the separation and the reuniting between Steve and Peggy. Mm-hmm. It's just like perfect. Yeah, yeah, because that's also a relationship where we saw how they were both affected mm-hmm. without the other one, right? We saw her in her show, uh, yep. Agent Carter, and then we saw him in X number of movies, and yeah. yeah. Yeah, and we we essentially saw everything that happened because they were together for a few months during the war, and they got separated, and then mm-hmm. back together. Six years later, from her perspective, <laughs> and ten years later from his, or twelve, or whatever. Uh, yeah, some number, whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like fifteen, because we had the five-year time jump. But yeah, oh yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, we've got Stark over here just watching. Uh, the news about what's happening and uh, he's realizing well I, I guess I can help them my repulsor works just tested that oh hey here's here's another scene uh, he does not have his uh, he does not have a hole in his shirt that's true yeah. that's true yeah. and the refugees wonder who can help well probably this guy who's shooting all of the glass in his house for some stupid reason I know God, he doesn't have to hey, clean it up uh, but he has Peggy, to walk in Pepper, it Pepper does yeah exactly like he has to walk through it at a minimum like so like and i'm sure pepper's not actually going to clean it she's calling someone but like or or they have advanced roombas oh yeah yeah the shop vac of some sort i mean it's glass yeah you got to pick that stuff up right oh god this these things in his ceiling yeah no it is he built Mm -hmm. these things in the ceiling pepper has no idea what he's doing (laughs) no we saw in a scene earlier that he was been keeping all of this uh, hush hush, like this even Obadiah like Stane did. Really intense. I mean, okay, like oh. I guess Pepper's just like he's going to do what he's going to do. Forget it. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Going. I mean, how okay? How often would he just work on stuff alone, like for the company, just here at home, or on his cars, or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, such a cool scene. That first suit up. Ah. Oh, yeah. Love it. It's so tactile. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So look, they have a bunch of these bombs now. Oh, it's because oh, but I sold them to him. Never mind. My bad. I was yeah. confused. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, so they, they didn't need to build it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've said this multiple times in the podcast that my favorite scenes is usually the opening of the second movie where the heroes are just being the heroes, like they're just going on an adventure, nothing to do with the plot. Um, we don't get that in Iron Man except for this scene. In his whole three movies, we don't get him just being a superhero except for this scene. 
And I think, as much as I love Iron Man 3 as my favorite Iron Man movie, I think this is my favorite single scene in the Iron Man movies. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. Like, this is this scene right here of him first showing up and really helping people, and then we haven't gotten it to, to it yet, but when he shoots that tank and walks away, because oh, yeah. cool guys don't look at explosions. They don't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, this This was like... I mean, years ago, you know, after the movie came out, but like when my dad got a uh, cool at the time 1080p projector mm-hmm. and uh, and a PlayStation Three with the Blu-ray uh, disc in there, we got the Blu-ray for. I, I went, and I was like, well, I'm buying the Blu-ray to Iron Man, and I'm watching this specifically yep. for this one scene. Oh, superhero landing number one! <laughs> Finally, oh. Wow, that guy went flying. All right. Iron Man doesn't punch people much. That's true. (laughs) He doesn't have to. Oh, God. You know, they don't show him like, he's not, he's not definitely killing. I mean, he is killing people. Yes, but he's not like, they don't show us that he's really killing people, except right here, where he just shoots them all in the head. Like, I mean, I think this really comes from Disney taking over, unfortunately. Yeah, well, we we got a scene of that also. Oh, no, never mind, we don't. I was about to say we got the same thing in Avengers Age of Ultron, uh, where at the beginning, they're fighting all the Hydra people and he shoots them all with like that same kind of tech. But then I realized, no, he didn't kill any of them because they they had that line where he was, huh? Yeah, he shot them all in the leg, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's right. And he said, good talk. And then one of the guy responds, no, it wasn't. It was the joke that they had. Uh, Can we spoil Guardians 3? Did we announce that? Uh, oh, you know, I completely forgot. I had a whole thing that I was going to go through about that. Uh, let's so not. Then let's I will not bring it up. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, the I just I also love that shot of him getting shot and just like mm-hmm. oh, did not take him down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it, it took him down. Like the force pushed I mean, him out of not, the air. Yeah, but yes, did not neutralize the threat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he is still alive. And oh my god, and he he was able to dodge the second. Yeah. shot from the tank uh just walking away uh, i mean so i've cool. got to i've got to give credit though to the tank the cannon operator because shooting a moving target from that distance with a tank shell can't be easy yeah i can't imagine that those are like anti-aircraft kind of thing they're not built to track that yeah. stuff i assume so i mean if he's I'm wrong, dead now know. but you know <laughs> yes he is definitely he's, dead. he's a skilled skilled guy <laughs> right that guy uh he was in an episode of agents of shield as a mil- different military guy oh the, this this the guy like, talking right here in the, in the military base yeah the white guy okay. who has lines the uh, one who's yeah, not roadie okay. yeah okay <laughs> hmm, okay he probably gets typecast a lot as a white guy, that's fair. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking military, but more oh, okay. likely what you said. Yeah. More like nine times out of I ten. Know, what you you said. know what? I hope he does because <laughs> he should not be playing other races. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> you know, he he kind of looks, and I, I'm not saying this to insult him. I, I really hope I'm. Not, um, he he kind of looks like um like a cheap um. Oh, I'm so blanking out on names now. Um, uh, Nathan Fillion. 
Oh, I guess so. I was wrong. He was not Agent of the Shield. He was in two episodes of Punisher. Oh. As Clay Wilson. Okay. Yeah. Alright. Yeah, I so guess he, he does Marine, look like a cheap yeah. <laughs> he discount uh Nathan Fillion. Yeah. Right. So I was about to ask, why does Rhodey immediately know to call Tony, but then I remembered, oh, there was a scene earlier where mm-hmm. Tony approached him and said, hey, I'm working on a thing. Like, okay. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> so is there, like, why Why do why does the Air Force care about this? This is a no-fly zone. There should be no any plane there because it could uh, be enemy. Okay. Yeah. Okay, got it. So the assumption is enemy yeah, if the, whatever if yeah, anything if there, shows if, up there if it's not if it's not united not something they know and not responding to them yeah it's potentially a threat they'd rather deal with it being a threat than letting the threat remain mm-hmm. okay that makes sense Oof. yeah all right he barely got away from that missile and that that one would get get rid of him i assume I, I believe that was so. bigger bigger than the tank shell mm-hmm Yeah, and he doesn't want like his foot being disabled. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, because he's he's like he's on the military side. He's just trying to get away. Yeah, he just wants out. <laughs> that theme song is from the nineteen sixties or seventies. I think seventies Iron Man cartoon. Oh, cool. Yeah, I missed the theme song. I I just I ended up muting this. I can't. I can't oh no, I I muted it too. I just know when it drops. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay. So the the theme song you're talking about is the the cell phone ring. Uh, yes. When Tony yeah. calls Rhodey. Okay, got it. I don't know how he got on the plane. Same. Because he flew behind it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I guess if he if he flew behind and then sped up, because he was Ooh. going fast. Ooh, there it goes a wing. Uh, he was flying faster than the planes earlier. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I that's guess... true. Okay, maybe my question is, why did he get on the plane? <laughs> so he'd be off radar. Okay, because makes... they said that he was no longer on the radar. So that I, I is how the Millennium Falcon escaped the Empire. Ah, okay. I mean, this is a cool jet scene. I prefer the one with the Hulk in the first Avengers movie. <laughs> Target angry. Target angry. <laughs> ah, so much funnier. But then again, by then they had comedy kind of built into. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Like the tone of this movie really influenced all the MCU. Where if Incredible Hulk was a hit, it would be a much more dour place. It would be. Yeah. I mean, it would be what. Um, the DC films were for the most part, right? Like a lot more. Yeah, maybe um, a little lighter. I, I, they still had some humor mm-hmm. in the yes. Incredible Hulk, but not nearly as much yeah. as this. Yeah, exactly. And this was this was like kind of surprising, right? Like all of the superhero movies until then. Like the only time you really saw fun stuff happen was like I, I'm imagining like a hero showing off their powers for some stupid yeah. thing. Really, I'm just imagining that one scene in. Uh, the second Fantastic Four movie, The Rise of the Silver Surfer, where like 
Mr. Fantastic is in a bar and he's using his stretch powers to <laughs> dancing party or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, I, this is not recent. I think it might've been like over a year ago before, uh, no way home. Like knowing full well, assuming that the other Spider-Man were going to be in it and knowing full well that the other villains are going to be in it. I watched four out of five of the previous Spider-Man movies. I could not make it through amazing Spider-Man two. Um, <laughs> But it's like, they're great movies. And I think Spider-Man 2 is still one of the best superhero movies ever made. But they're not super funny movies. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Oh, and here we have Pepper seeing him in the, the suit. Well, first the reaction to the broken glass we were talking about. Yeah. She's realizing she's going to have to call someone to deal with that. Doesn't one of these robots, can't one of these robots fix that? Well, that's what I was saying. Super Roomba. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. Have have dummy do it. Ah, <laughs> uh, bullet holes. Didn't see any in the suit, but okay, I'm glad she uh. she noticed them. <laughs> there weren't so much bullet holes as dents. <laughs> okay, that makes more sense. All right. What? Uh, a man no. named Obadiah Stane is a villain? I'm <laughs> shocked. It's it's the guy with the big beard and bald. That's how you know he's yeah. a villain. Mm-hmm. His, like I said earlier, or probably years ago now, his hair was on the wrong side of his head. That's, that's how you right. know. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, as someone who is balding, um, someday when I have no no bald no hair whatsoever, um, I'm gonna have to make sure I never grow a beard. Otherwise, no one will trust me, and no one should trust me. No, that's true. No. I have. I don't have many great features, but I do have a thick head of hair. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I will never be known as someone who's evil. I will be evil, but they won't suspect me. Yeah, exactly. You'll be. Infamous. I mean, look at look at both these villains. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> They're both bald. Ugh. I was just thinking thinking about the next movie incredible hulk mm-hmm. um blonsky isn't bald but his hulk form is <laughs> that's weird yeah i don't think about that hmm. loki's and the definitely hulk not bald, is not bald. Hmm? loki's definitely not bald but red skull is <laughs> yeah that's true i have a problem with the bald people Oh, that's that's just how you you build uh, movies and shows, right? That's... Are there any bald heroes in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Oh boy, Mac. Um, yeah, yeah, Mac. Uh, and he does have uh, some facial hair. But remember, when we first met him, he was an antagonist. He was against the Shieldies. Yeah. Luke Cage. Oh yeah, you're right. Who has always been good? Okay. Yeah, that may be it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Vision. Vision has no hair. At least when yeah. he's in his robot form. Yeah. Yeah, so he, he knows when you look like a regular human, don't put hair uh, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't look like a horrible, evil person. Yeah. Uh, oh, then we have H- Hobadiah Stane telling his men to kill all of those guys, all the Ten Rings. All right. Yep. And there we go. We'll never see the Ten Rings again because they're all dead. Yeah. Well, not the real Ten Rings. I have fake oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm curious to watch Iron Man 3. It's like, do they reference the Ten Rings or do they just use the word man, uh, Mandarin? I almost said Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could have sworn they did mention the Ten Rings, but okay. maybe maybe not. Yeah, maybe I'm wrong. Well, in like seven or eight hundred episodes, when we do another auto, when we get the auto commentaries up to Iron Man 3, we'll find out. Oh, yeah, there we go. Or I could just watch <laughs> it again because I like that movie. Nah, just wait seven or eight years. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair. <laughs> all right so here we've got uh stark telling pepper to go into the office and steal a bunch of files okay mm-hmm. cool because he knows obadiah stain is up to no good yeah i mean and this is the first time we see like look the look on his face he's obsessed with the next mission and or the mission uh, mm-hmm. which is a big hint that, you know, this is the type of guy who would eventually build Ultron. <laughs> <laughs> yep, should have known that. Ugh. And then um, chooses not to side with Captain America. Well, yeah. Well, because he ends up not being able to trust himself anymore. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, so now we got the whole heart to heart. Trying to convince yeah. Pepper to go get that info he has to tell her what actually happened to him i mean yeah i know this is like a guy in a super suit right but this is a mm-hmm. really grounded movie for what the mcu becomes oh yeah well i mean they, they all they all start small right like you you start somewhat small and and then over time you have to keep leveling up i, I mean this well, is yeah I, I said the same thing about the fast and furious movies right they just kept leveling up and then they became superheroes true how, yeah. how far did you get in those how, how many have you seen so i've far? seen the third one oh, <laughs> for a second okay. third oh okay all right i know they haven't gone uh, crazy yet so uh little like not not spoiler in any way so the newest movie comes out uh over oh, the time this this 300th episode drops the, the fast x will be out but um it it comes out this friday for us yes and so um so it's the the tenth movie in the series, and it's the it's mm-hmm. the last one. They said that they're going to end at number ten. This is a two parter movie, and there's a rumor it might be a three parter movie. <laughs> I did I did hear that on my podcast. I listened to Vin Diesel said this is the start of a trilogy. <laughs> oh my god, I'm I'm uh, really torn between not watching any of the further movies and watching number ten just completely clean, like going to the theaters and seeing it. Or uh, I mean, do I try to watch all of them eventually? Oh, uh, God. I mean, some of them were entertaining. Uh, <laughs> like, I'm sure if I drink enough, they'll all be entertaining. I I enjoy... There are two of them that I actually really enjoy. Okay. Um, seven and eight were pretty good, eight. actually. Yeah. You know, dude, this is some technology that we really need. You know, just type in the word translate, and it translates with the voice of the person speaking, even if they're not speaking English. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, this technology has existed for a couple of years for us now, but, but they finally voice? had it. Yeah. Um, they, it, it's like oh, really? oh. AI, whatever, like sampling stuff. Like, I saw a demo of it like a year ago. Uh, I might oh, have seen it like before. Yeah. No, I know. It's cool. I just don't know how to use it. Like, I'll every so often a demo of something like that will pop up. Yeah. Like, oh, that's cool. How do I get to use it? Yeah, uh, I think 
it might have existed in Skype for a while, but no one uses that anymore. No. I think it's in Microsoft Teams. I think Microsoft just rolled it into there. They're like, I all right, like... well, no one's using this product. Let's put it in this other one that no one uses. Question about the movie. Now that I was going to ask you another question about Skype, but I think we should focus on this. Right. Um, why did they speak in Urdu or whatever language they were speaking when they were sending the message to Obadiah Stane? When this guy oh, speaks English. Uh, obviously, because he speaks that language, too. Okay. <laughs> like, but he might, one... actually. Like, we, we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they had their whole conversation, conversation in English when he went to Afghanistan. Yeah, that's true. This dude went to Afghanistan personally, killed a guy, and flew back. He's just been on a plane for probably 36 hours. <laughs> yeah, he needs that drink. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he he personally killed one guy and then ordered his team to kill like twenty others. There were a lot of people there. Yeah, 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 you and who, I, yeah. I'm sure he's been drinking the entire time. Yeah, I'm sure Wenwu is not happy at him. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> who do you that, think? I, play... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, okay, there, there was this line right here where he, he says to Pepper, you are a very rare woman. And I know it's meant to be flattering, but I, it, maybe it was better if I had heard him say it instead of just reading the closed captioning right here. But no, it's still creepy. Yeah, yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> well, right, this whole scene is he's supposed to be creepy. I was going to reference Endgame, and they call... Uh, Stark calls Thor Lebowski, right? And uh-huh. this is Jeff Bridges. He played the Big Lebowski. Who played the Big Lebowski in the MCU? And have you oh, ever seen he... the Big Lebowski? Uh, I have not seen all of it. Um, I missed like the middle hour of it. Oh, that, okay. It, it, I I like started watching it. It was on TV. I mean, this was years ago. Like I was in college. Yeah. I had the Saturday afternoon to myself. And then I got a little bored. So I like left and did something. Came back, played some video games. And then hey, Phil. Oh, hey, Coulson's back. Uh, and then uh, flipping through the channels again, like, oh, it's still on. Yeah, okay, I'll finish this film. Uh, I, I really have been meaning to watch it. Anyway, to answer your question, uh, I know exactly who plays uh, the Big Lebowski in this. In the MCU, okay. Jeff Bridges. <laughs> People can't tell the difference. Yeah, probably. I mean, Star Wars exists in the MCU, and no one has said, hey, this guy looks a lot like Mace Windu. I mean, because they've only seen the old one. They 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 only have the original trilogy. Hey hey world. Al Al, mm-hmm. um, this is Jeff Bridges. Yes, you mean Jeff Daniels? You said Jeff Bridges plays Big Lebowski. Oh, wait, Jeff Daniels plays? No, Jeff Bridges plays Big Lebowski and Obadiah Stane. Yeah, that's that's what I was saying. Wait, who's okay, Jeff Daniels? Saying... Why are you bringing him up? Because <laughs> people confuse them all the time. Oh, okay. Like Bill yeah, Pullman, I didn't Bill joke. Paxton. I thought you were making a joke and then said the wrong guy on accident. Ah, uh, no, I just said the same guy. <laughs> so that guy that um, uh, Stain was yelling at a few seconds ago, and who mm-hmm. is also works with Mysterio later, um, mm-hmm. he is uh, a producer in this movie. Over this oh. movie, he is also if you ever seen Christmas Story. He played Ralphie in the Christmas story from the 1970s or 80s. 
Wait, was that the that was the main character? The main yeah, kid? the main little boy. Yep. Okay, that's the Christmas story. That's the one where he wants the BB gun. Yes. Oh, okay, got it. Oh, so apparently, those movies are like. Th- those are like a series of movies that they did. There um, are at least three. <laughs> no, there's at least twelve. What? <laughs> so yeah, exactly. Um, okay, maybe twelve is not the right answer. Maybe it's like eight. But like, so that movie, the the Christmas one, that was the third in the series, um, because they made they made them for like different holidays, but it was like the same family, or it might not have been the same family. I don't remember exactly what it was, but like you can look online on Wikipedia and see because like the first one was like a summer vacation. I think they had an Easter one too, and then they did this, and then they like then they made some more after that and then they stopped and then i think what you're referencing are the other two that came out within the past like five or six years right you had like one i no, think I came knew, out just i knew the summer year. vacation i knew the summer vacation one and the one that came out the past year that's why i thought there were three ah okay yeah oh my gosh you're right i'm looking it up it's a third of the parker family saga ah okay yeah there you go i have to watch how many... all of these <laughs> okay how many are there in total one, since two, you have three. them up Six, seven, eight. There are eight, including okay. the one oh, last year. Okay, all right. So yeah, eight films. There's there's a lot, and I still haven't seen any of them. Because I love a Christmas story. That's like a movie, a you know holiday tradition. Yeah, yeah, of course. I know, and I knew the the there was a summer one, and I knew the one that came out last year. I'm going to have to watch all of these at the appropriate time in the year. <laughs> of course. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh my. So, mm-hmm. Stain is ripping the arc reactor out of Tony's heart. Oh yeah, we should talk about this movie. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, he looks like Tony Stark. Just looks yeah. like he is already well, dude, dead. He's bleeding just... from the ear. Yeah, that ain't good. Yeah. Um. I get why they like the military and Shield doesn't use this tech, mm-hmm. but I'm surprised like there are no villains who've used this since. Like, yeah, was like it ever this... used in Shield, like the show Shield. I don't think so. To like paralyze a person for a couple minutes. Yeah, yeah I feel I like don't... it's pretty yeah. a pretty good tool for a villain. Yeah, and to be honest, I'm kind of surprised <sighs> Shield slash Hydra at the like right now, yeah. right? They're infiltrated by Hydra. Kind of surprised they didn't. I mean, maybe they did, and we just never saw it. That could easily be what happened. Um, yeah. Then again, no, because they never sold. Like Obadiah Sane says specifically, they never sold that technology. So I guess someone who is Hydra just never found out about it. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um. So we just saw Coulson going in with his um with the shield with his shield crew. They're not the shieldies yet. <laughs> That's right. Uh, when was the events of Bahrain? And Agent May. Oh, was God. it before this? Uh, I would assume it was before this. Um, I'm curious. I'm looking it up right now because <laughs> I feel like I feel like May would be part of the team if she was still active. Yeah, they. I mean, they didn't always work together. They did imply that they they worked together a lot, but wow. they were they. I mean, because we did see a scene of like a flashback scene of like. Colson showing up at her house, her and Andrew's house. Yeah. So the events of Bahrain happened in 2008. So it could have oh, been okay. before this, or she could be literally on that mission right now. 
Well, no, Coulson yeah. was with them. Like, she wasn't in the field, mm-hmm. but she was with them. But not right now. Yeah, so it could be, like, next month. <clears throat> yeah. As far or as, like, been a month ago. goes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wait, here, here we go. Um, after this, after he's putting in the arc reactor, right? So okay. all you yeah. listeners, he's putting in the arc reactor. Mm-hmm. He's looking up. He's about to hear the shieldies in there. And he's going to do the weirdest... Oh, it's not this scene. Damn it. <laughs> okay. I'm going to bring it up later. Never mind. Okay. All right. All right. We'll, we'll remember your setup in like 30 seconds. Yep. Yes. All will. right. But instead, we see Rhodey showing up at uh, Stark's house. And he sees yeah. Tony passed out. Tony, well, hey, at least he's alive. That's good. Inserted his own arc reactor. Look, there's a hole. There's a hole right in that shirt. <laughs> well, yeah, but Obadiah ripped it out of him. Okay, fair. <laughs> I still believe that all his undershirts just have a hole ripped into each and every one of them. Okay, maybe it's the undershirt specifically. Okay. All right, so now we're back at Stark Industries, and we see uh, Colson there with. We're gonna wait till they blow it, but. Okay. I'm going to mention something when they blow the lock, which we have seen in Agents of Shield. They've used it a couple mm. times that lock blowing oh, yeah. device. Yeah, they used it. I think a couple episodes ago, like as far as what we were, what we've been watching. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, section sixteen, mm, the most dangerous section. It's radioactive, according to that sign behind pe- uh, Pepper. Well, radio frequency radiation hazard. Yeah, okay. Don't go around there with the pacemaker. Okay. Mm-hmm. None of these guys have been in the background of the S.H.I.E.L.D. episodes from I recognize. <laughs> well, but this scene, I think this we scene, know the answer to that. When he runs. Look at how awkward his run is. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh at it every time. <laughs> oh, I never noticed how awkward that was. <laughs> oh, like, my God. <laughs> Jeff Bridges, not a man who runs very often, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, at that age, too, and how big yeah. of a guy he is. Like, yeah, all right. God, so cool seeing him suit up again. Mm. and like p i hear people complaining about the like nanotech helmets and like sometimes i think people overreact to marvel complaining about marvel Mm -hmm. but in this case like yeah the nanotech stuff is definitely takes away from the marvel movies yeah also also, sorry terrence howard there will be no next time for you (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah Uh, I bet he's regretting that. Maybe, probably, I don't know. Has, has Terrence Howard gone on to have like a really good career? I, I mean, so. he's had a decent career, wasn't he? In like what was it, Empire? He was in some. He was like, in oh, some yeah. like big show a couple years ago. Yeah, it was know. Empire. Yeah, he was like the lead matriarch of the yeah patri- patriarch of the family. I mean, he's not making. Thing. I don't think he was making Robert Downey Jr. in like Age of Ultron money, but he was. He wasn't like. He wasn't poor. Okay. Let's say it like okay. that. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Then again, if he was demanding the same amount of money as Robert Downey Jr., like he wasn't that that wasn't a lead character. That was... No, exactly. Yeah. Like... I think Ike Perlmutter was definitely in the wrong for what he was saying, but I don't oh, think yeah. like I don't think Terrence Howard for this role should have gotten that much money. He may probably should have gotten a raise, but not equal to oh, yeah. Tony Stark. Yeah, I mean it's it he yeah, uh, what we saw of Rhodey in Iron Man 2, he was doing a lot more. So yeah, he mm-hmm. definitely, I assume, should have been paid more. Uh, although I, now I'm curious how much uh, he was paid in Iron Man 2. Um, well, let's see. Hmm. All right. Oh, 
Oh god. Oh, yep. Yeah. All all not a single one of these agents lived. Yeah. Yeah, Obadiah Stain just killed them all. All except Colson. <laughs> yep. That's why we don't see any of them again. That's why he's getting a new team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, he doesn't have a team for a while. And then he dies, and then he gets a new team when we start the show. So, all right, so we're starting this scene, and Tony Stark shows up as Iron Man, and that suit has 48%, or at least the chest is at 48%, uh, compared to what it could normally take. Mm -hmm. Which is a thing that I complain about a lot with with things. We're like, oh, just just to... add some like difficulty let's make the the main character not at their full power yeah because i i don't know it just it sucks like he, he's it about to like, use a, a <laughs> it was a real gun what do you call that that yeah. spinning <laughs> gun yeah i think real gun, yeah. mini gun chain gun yeah something. Mini gun. Was, i think mini gun is yeah. the word i was looking for yeah that All was right. mm-hmm. yeah to answer the question from earlier about salary for iron man yes. one a Robert Downey Jr. waived his salary, but got a 005 percent of the gross, which ended up being two million dollars. Oh, nice. Okay. For Iron Man two, he negotiated for ten million dollars. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, for Avengers, fifty million dollars, five zero. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. All right. I'm I'm <laughs> done because you said earlier we shouldn't be talking about numbers on a podcast. Yeah, and speaking of numbers, the power of the suit just went down from 48% down to 19%. Oh, God, so that's it's, huge. Well, he was lifting a car. <laughs> yeah, he was lifting a car. He was flying. He was fighting. What's his name? Like, all right, fine. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I, mean, I, I just he, hate that. Because, oh, hey, rocks on in the background. Oh, okay. That building in there. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah, cool. Um, uh. Anyway, yeah, I just, I, I hate when they do that, right? Because now I'm like, oh, okay, so you're telling me him at his normal suit, like, if he, if this was a fresh suit with a fresh arc reactor and all that, Obadiah Sane would have had no chance against him at all. Like, it would have just been an easy fight. Which, yeah. All right, I, I guess. I just, I don't like that narr- the, that narrative, that way no. of telling that story. Yeah. I, I find that the better narrative of that, if you want to take away their powers and stuff like that, is the Spider-Man 2 version. Like, he loses the powers, he gives up the mantle, and then he comes back. He may be out of practice, but he comes back for it. Yeah, I like that. Solve mm-hmm. the problem. Yeah. I've been talking about this for a while. I won't watch Iron Man, or Spider-Man 2. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we've got Obadiah Stane over here launching up into the air. Nowhere like near as cool. As, like, he, yeah, he really is just a rocket going up. <laughs> yeah, well, like, no, he's like he's using the combustion that a version of what Tony used during uh, his escape from uh, the Ten Rings, where yeah. Tony's using the repulsors from his what was it, the Jericho missiles. Yeah, so it kind of sounds like Tony Stark as Iron Man just needs to go land because I don't know if. If Obadiah Stane has that ability, because that suit did not have the ability to land. I'm sure it has, like, some type of thrusters to lower down. Um, we just saw the scene of, uh, of Rhodey just hanging up and saying, it's just a training exercise, people. What is he <laughs> telling them? They can't take his word for it. They know it's not a training exercise. 
I mean, if he's the commanding officer, I assume he can just kind of say whatever. Uh, granted, I've never been in the military, so I don't know how that works, but no, the, I, I assume no, whoever's you, you in charge. You would still report that to his commanding officer if it's something as sketchy as this. Okay. Well, I like the scene where he's like, oh, <laughs> I have a little more experience than you do. Yep. And now he's falling because of the ice. I mean, the way he is and the distance they're falling, if he didn't power back... Well, I don't think he does power back up. We'll see. Yeah. But it's like, Obadiah, he should I leave a decent crater. Yeah. And not be alive. I don't... I can't imagine any of that. Like... Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, these... Like like all action movies and like we saw Tony earlier, they humans are very resilient in this yeah. universe. Mm-hmm. That's true. But it's like, you look at John McClane and Die Hard, the same thing. They're still in, like, the stuff Indiana Jones goes through. It's just an action movie thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so we didn't see Obadiah Stane, like, crash land, but we did see him fly back up to the roof right here to start fighting. So start. I, I presume he got everything back in line before he hit the ground and then thrust it up. I guess so. Okay. All right. All right. I, as much as I love this movie, and this is a movie, I, it's been 15 years, I will consider it a classic movie. The <laughs> final battle scene isn't amazing compared to what we see later in the MCU. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, this is, this movie as a whole is, it's the traditional first movie storyline, right? It's, yeah. uh, you got the, you get some very small scenes of seeing the hero do their hero stuff with their powers. Mm-hmm. And at the end... They fight someone who is basically themselves, uh, and then they they win. Um, and then after that, then they really are there the, as a hero themselves, right? Like, yeah, yeah. They they said, "Yes, I really am Iron Man, or I really am Spider Man, or I really am uh, Blade." You know, all of that stuff. We're gonna look presume. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've watched Blade. <laughs> yeah, I've only seen the first one. But I believe he does say, I am, I really am Blade, or something like that. Like, that's the exact quote. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, really looking forward to the MCU Blade. All right. If we get that. I mean, we will get that. I hope it's good, because there's been troubles from what we hear. Plus, the writer's strike right now is probably not helping, so. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But did they? I hope. I think, frankly, as much as I want to see, it, I hope they delay it. I hope they give them enough time. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, did you see that? One of the buttons says "Palladium Gas." So oh, they are really that. lining up to Iron Man too, because Palladium <laughs> in this arc reactor. Oh, cool. Pepper, or they just get pepper. out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, she has to hit the button. She hasn't hit the button yet. Yeah, she hit like some buttons. Yeah. Okay. Hit the, the button. Red button. Oh well, no, Tony's still up there. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. This is this, this is a clunky clunky line. Like, oh, try to rid the world of weapons, to... and you gave it the best one ever. I'm like, nah. Like it's. I mean, it's it's a good weapon. Yeah, it's a. I mean, you know what? No, I actually kind of have to agree with him. Like, it, it yeah. makes sense, because, like, a suit like this, like, 
Tony Stark, an untrained civilian, right, in combat and all that kind of stuff, he just went off and, like, he just went into a middle of a war zone and just started killing a bunch of guys. That's true. And that was it. Like, you send a squad of people or one actual trained person who knows what they're doing, who can call in support if they need it, like, that's better than missiles. Yeah, Skybeam, yep. That's true, yeah. It's like, if they send a trained person, I mean... (laughs) Well, technically, Tony in the next movie says he's privatized world peace. So I guess he did solve all the problems until aliens came involved. Yeah, probably. All right. Wow, it's a good thing Pepper got out because that explosion, that is... Wow, I forgot how big that is. That just... Yeah. That just blew up the entire inside of that building. That is... Oh, boy. Wait, where's (laughs) Phil? Oh, no. He he ran. (laughs) He's outside. Or is this another death of Phil Coulson we need to add on? Oh my god, probably. (laughs) Oh no, and Tony Stark might be dying because that arc reactor is... No, it came back to life. It's it's how we know Tony's still alive, even when he doesn't need it. (laughs) Like, in the endgame. Like, that's part... Not I mean, yes, he dies, but... It was still glowing because it's not powering his heart. Mm, uh, okay. All right. Uh, who is the Iron Man? Really? That's how he gets his name? Like, I remember that's how he gets the name. But, like, thinking again, like, eh, all right, fine. I've thought about doing this before, like, for YouTube, is make a supercut of every time we first hear the superhero name. Mm-hmm. But also, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know what you mean i i do like that that's i don't know it, it it it's weird that the majority of these characters in the mcu that is how they get their name like someone else says it or gives it to them in some way yeah um, um i'm reading the ticker tape beneath uh the news report and it says like uh-huh. uh the events happened in howard stark memorial parkway oh that's that's nice well yeah well, good for him he got a parkway which is the the street that Stark Industries yeah. is on. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. We got Pepper talking to Coulson right here. He's about to say the line. He's about to say the best part. Oh. Just call it right, Hey! Yeah. Which, you know, from the show, we know they've been calling it S.H.I.E.L.D. for years. So I don't know why he kept calling it the Strategic, strategic Homeland Enforcement, Intelligence Enforcement and Logistics Division. I can't well, because I, he, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe he didn't want her to know that. Ah, like maybe because she would make the connection to Howard Stark's history. Maybe I guess I don't know. Yeah, I, I really don't know why he would want to hide that because they are such a big organization. They're like they're known, right? They're like the CIA or something, right? They're yeah. a known spy agency, a worldwide spy agency. Yeah, yeah. They're Interpol, MI six. Yeah, yeah, exactly. CIA, Shield. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I like I like that they call this out. They probably edited out the scene where he just never went back to Pepper, and they just call it out here that he never <laughs> ever returned. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Ugh. She is not happy about that. That is uh he, you know he was he was pretty close to uh, maybe getting a date with her, but I think after that now he's down to twelve percent chance of ever getting. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Alright, got the cool cool ending that we've got here. It's 
about to give his speech to all of these reporters for some reason. I don't know. Is that is that common at a press conference? Like that many reporters? I have absolutely no idea. I okay. So my experience with press conferences is a hundred percent media, and the last thing I watched with press conferences was like the most recent episode of Ted Lasso. So I'm gonna say yes. It's very crowded like this. Okay. All right. That's okay. That makes sense. Well, I guess I've seen like. NBA games press conference afterwards. So yeah, it is like this. Okay, cool. All right, gotcha. You have a, a room full of um a hundred men in suits and one woman in who gray. has a little bit of color. Yeah, some gray. Yep. Yeah, I. Uh, you know what? When I see press conferences on like basketball games or like watching the president speak, mm-hmm. it's uh we don't see the audience that often. Ah, yeah, that's fair. I oh, am Iron said Man. It. Ooh. No, Tony this is Stark what really is set Batman. started setting no. the MCU apart from like DC or other superhero stuff we've seen before is because yeah. mm-hmm. there aren't that many super uh, secret identities. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because it's so much extra story you have to build in. Like I'm, I'm so glad that that's something the MCU does not care about. Like just, just yeah. let everyone know it's a public thing. It's yeah, unless it's oh, integral. Yeah. Unless it's integral. Like I'm glad. <laughs> In the future, Spider-Man will have another secret identity. Um, Daredevil, I think it's important Mm -hmm. for Daredevil. It is, yeah, that one, yeah. But, like, as of right now, those are the two that it matters. Yeah, um, you know, uh, Kamala Khan uh, as uh, Miss Marvel, she kind of, sort of has a hidden identity. Not really. They're not making a big deal of it, but she does. Like, her family knows that's it. That's true. All right, cool. So we're at the end. We're getting the cool... uh, tron looking uh credits mm-hmm. um i guess we didn't talk about this do we just want to jump ahead to no, the no let's, keep, let's just no. keep it going oh, uh, okay. All right. mostly cool. for our listeners and stuff like that let's just keep it going okay. uh so he ended with i am iron man tony's mm-hmm. like iconic line can you name every time he says i am iron man in the marvel cinematic universe oh absolutely not um okay. no i only know this and i know uh, at the end of Endgame, when he dies. Okay. Yeah, he says it two more times. He says it in okay. all three of his solo movies. Oh, okay. Uh, he, he says it when he's uh, in Iron Man 2, when their uh, Congress is trying to get the suit from him. It's like, I am Iron Man. You, if, you, it's like, if you take the suit, you take me, and stuff like that. And oh, okay. it's his final line uh, before the post-credits. In Iron Man three, when he's like, "You can take my suit away, you can take all my toys and gears, but really, you gotta remember, I am Iron Man." Oh, cool. Okay. So yeah. All right. Hmm. Oh, Stan's girls. <laughs> oh, oh, god, yep. Yeah, okay, okay. So it says Stan Lee is playing himself, right? But <laughs> was he playing himself, or was he playing Stan? Was he playing Larry King? Wait, was it Larry King? No, Hugh Hefner in this one. Larry <laughs> King's in the second one. Yeah, uh, I mean, he's... Mm. Or was he playing a Watcher or an agent of the Watcher? <laughs> uh, okay, so my assumption is that when they write the script, they write, this is where Stan Lee is going to be. And so they just write in Stan Lee doing blah, blah, blah. So it's Stan Lee as himself, as a cameo of himself. Yeah. From a storyline perspective, yeah, I mean, you can make up whatever you want. I guess I guess we can say he's a watcher or cool. something or other. Sure. 
I mean, um, if he was a watcher, he's doing a very bad job because his back is literally towards Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. And listeners, if you want to hear us argue more and more about Stan Lee's uh, backstory or or full story within the MCU, go listen to MCU Need to Know. Uh, they have an episode, well, I guess their second to last episode actually, uh, came out about two weeks ago from when this uh, episode is dropping. Um, so we we were on there. Uh, we, we guested on their show. And I honestly feel that was my high point in podcasting because uh, I was just ridiculous. <laughs> yep, yeah, that's right. Tony's high point of podcasting was on someone else's show. Um, yep. Which means that they are going to get all the ratings, all the five stars that uh, everyone wants to give for that. Not our show. Thanks, Tony. Thank you. No problem. <laughs> all right. Ooh, boy, great. Now, now I'm looking out of curiosity. How how much longer do we have on credits? Oh, not too long. We have four minute, more minutes of credits. We can we can talk some more of this. Uh, yeah. man. So when you when you saw this, Tony, this movie, um, mm-hmm. I I know we I've asked this, but I I can't remember. Did you know there was going to be an end credit scene? I know I saw it. I think uh, I went to go see it with our uh, our good friend Fernando back in mm-hmm. 2008. I feel like he told me there was an end credit scene, so we stayed. Because I definitely remember seeing it. And definitely, because I, I had read some Ultimate Comics, and I knew uh, Nick Fury was based on Samuel L. Jackson in those comics. So uh-huh. it was like, when I saw him, I recognized him as Nick Fury. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Did you stay uh, for the post-credit scene? I did. I wasn't planning on it because I really had to use the bathroom. But my <laughs> friend told me that there was an end credit scene, so I said, "Okay, sure, let's start. Fine." Uh, he he actually wasn't completely sure, but he thought there would be. So I thought, "All right, fine. I'll I'll trust you because I don't want to miss it." The rest of the movie, this movie was awesome. <laughs> so yeah, but I mean, yeah, back then uh, there were movies that had end credit scenes. They just were very rare. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they're well nowadays. They're definitely more common in like sci-fi fantasy uh, movies. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like they weren't uncommon back in the day, uh, back pre Iron Man. Okay, I don't remember, so I'll I'll take your word yeah. for it. I'm, I mean, you you've seen a lot more movies than I have. True. I'm trying to think of <laughs> though. Now that I say that, I'm trying to think of what movies before 2008 had post-credit scenes other than like <laughs> ferris bueller uh hey that superman movie that came out in like what 2006 yeah um did, did that have an end credit scene like for some reason i'm thinking of that movie i don't think so that Maybe. is i mean people are going to shoot me uh <laughs> that is my favorite superman movie I mean, uh, I haven't seen all of them, but yes, I did not like that most recent one. I, I thought it was bad. Uh, we're boring. I thought it was very boring. But Man of Steel, or yeah. the two thousand six. Yeah, Man. Of yeah, Steel. yeah. Now that that super the Superman Returns is that what it was? The, the, the Superman Returns. Ones? In okay. my opinion, like if we're going to be talking about Superman, there mm-hmm. are three Superman movies. There's one, two, and Returns. Because Returns is one of those kind of like soft reboots where they they keep in uh mind like one and two existed but three and four did not exist in that movie oh okay yeah i haven't seen any of those original those four uh i mean they're they're 70s movies or like 1978 Mm -hmm. 1980 
for the first yeah. two. And you know what? Like they're classic. They're like they're older. They're a little slower, but they hold up. Honestly, I think. Oh, uh, okay. Well, that's good. Th- three is uh, starring Richard Pryor, and uh, it's not great, guys. Um, <laughs> it's more a Richard Pryor movie than it is a Superman movie. And oh, number okay. four, because number three was flopped, so number four got had a really low budget, and it was. Uh, Christopher Reeve was a very anti-nuclear proliferation. So it was him getting rid of all the atomic bombs and then, uh, you know, uh, fighting an atomic man. It was uh, not good. Okay. Uh, gotcha. So all right. One, two, and four. Or one, two, and five, I guess. You should watch. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. All right, cool. So we're coming up on, on the end of the credits right here. The credits have just ended. So we're about to see. Oh, door opens. There we go. Got our end credit scene. So have you ever seen the alternate version of this post credit scene? I have not. I think I've heard about it. Is it the one where Nick Fury is like listing off a ton of other names of superheroes? Yeah, it's like there, there are, or he's like, there are mutants. There are guys who can swing from webs from being bitten by spiders. There are radioactive green monsters or something like that. And he's just like naming off the other stuff. And I was like, mm-hmm. They're really cool, but it would not have worked for what they had the rights to. Uh, yeah, exactly. Well, not even just that. Like, oh, and credit scene's over. Uh, it was cool. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll we'll stop it here. Um, yeah, yeah, no, you, you're right. like it also would have kind of pigeonholed them in their stories, right? Because um, in the MCU, these are stories of these characters like their first time showing up and being mm-hmm. heroes. Uh, Versus if they had gone that other route, then they would have had to explain this is a world where heroes already exist. Maybe they're not popular, maybe they're not known, but they they exist. And Nick Fury yeah. knows about all of them. So it would have been a very different world, I think. Yeah. But it might have been better because they would have skipped a lot of the uh, the stereotypical, you know, first uh, showing of a hero and getting their powers and all that stuff. I would have liked that more, probably. But yeah. Sure. All right, guys. Thank you for following us on for this last almost two and a half hours and presumably for the last 300 episodes. We will continue our journey through the MCU next week with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 5, Episode 15, Rise and Shine. But until then, follow us on Twitter. Give us that five-star rating. And as always... This is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind signing off. Have a marvelous day. And here's to 300 more.